Hoodstocks podcast is brought to you by nothing but the greatest of the greatest. You best believe that, my G's. Hey, you need a criminal defense attorney? You slipped up? Peep game. We got you. You got our guy, Doug Sherrod. Doug Sherrod is a criminal defense attorney. Big dog shit. Matter of fact, bigger than big dog shit. You can reach him at kingkonglawyer.com. Kingkonglawyer.com. He is our criminal defense attorney. He can be your criminal defense attorney. Reach out to him at kingkonglawyer.com. Hoodstocks podcast is also brought to you by looking for some good quality cannabis. I mean, killer quality cannabis. Hit up the folks at Killer Kush. They specialize in bringing you the best quality available from OG to exotic. They got it all, baby. Hit them up at KillerCushCali at gmail.com or on IG at KillerCush underscore underscore 420 to find a location near you. If you're local to the LA area, you can find them here in the heart of East Los Angeles at East LA Exotics, located at 6009 East Olympic Boulevard. This podcast is also brought to you by Gutter Phenom out of Orange County, baby. Gutter Phenom is a lifestyle brand that is dedicated to supporting and inspiring individuals who are determined to achieve their dreams. Billy, we believe that no matter where you come from or what you've been through, with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. A portion of our proceeds are donated to organizations that provide vocational training for parolees and scholarships for those in need of drug and alcohol treatment. Jesus, who would have thought this is just a t-shirt? This is a clothing brand. Okay, visit Gutter Phenom com and use the exclusive code Hoodstocks20 to receive 20% off your order today, baby. Yeah. Casey, is it game time? It's game time. It's game time. Let's get this shit cracking then, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. Welcome to Hoodstocks on a Sunday evening. Woo! <laughs> Rain or shine. Rain or shine. We're going to pop this baby off. You know what we do right here. Yes, sir. Ain't no little hurricane gonna stop us from podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Let's go, baby. Like, subscribe, all that good shit, man. We love you, motherfuckers. Hoodstocks Podcast is also brought to you by Dying to See Me. Go to uh, YouTube, type in Dying to See Me, uh, subscribe, like, all that shit. Uh, shout out to Matt Montague, that's our G right there. Love that dude. He is a sponsor of this podcast. And, yay, we fuck with them, dog. That's our G right there. Um, I want to um, I want to say RIP to an old friend, an old homie of mine, Marvin Tiny Christopher. He was born in 78 and he passed just recently. Um, Love, respect to his family. Um, It's unfortunate. 
It's unfortunate. He moved out the state. He moved out of Cali. He moved out of L.A. to another state to change his life, right? Get away from the hood shit. I remember when he was doing that. I remember when he was doing that. And I was like, are you sure you want to do that, dog? And he was like, yeah, look, I'm sure I want to do that. He was living, matter of fact, right down the street right here in East Los. And um, I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> and next thing you know it, boy fucking goes out to the other state, man. And he's running amok and acting a fool. And man. And so the last time I talked to him, he was like, hey, look, bop, bop, bop. I just got out, man. Whoa, whoa, whoop. You know, you know, he, he was asking me if I could look out, right? You know, and I was like, dog, if you're doing all this stuff out there, why don't you just come back home and stop playing with it, bro? You know, come back out here where it counts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I hate to say it like that. I don't, I don't, where it counts, right? A lot of people do that, bro. They move out of state. They'll move to another hood. And you're like, hey, what's up with the homie? And actually, oh, he's up to the same old <laughs> shit out there now. They take it with them. They take it with them. They take it with them. Initially, they want to do it. They want to change their life. They're like, hey, I had enough of this. And what it is, is if I get out of this area right here, I'll be good over there. And you know what, bro? I knew that since I was a kid, bro, that I don't play that shit, dog. I'll be like, when I'll be on pro in the hood, bro. I'll be like, homie, that shit don't mean nothing. I don't need to, like, I don't need to move out the hood. You know, I'll do this shit right here. And show the homies, we can do this shit right here, bro. I mean, if you want to change, if you want something different, bro, doesn't matter where you at, you're going to do it, bro. If you feel the will, the strength within yourself, is that safe to say? Yeah, I mean, it all depends, too, on the individual, you know, because, uh, I mean, it, it it is good to get out of that environment, but it's it's in you, bro. Like, if, if you have... If if you really want to change and and you're willing to sacrifice, then then it's gonna happen. If not, if if you move out, it doesn't matter. If, if that's still in you, you're gonna gravitate towards towards that that kind you, of lifestyle. You're gonna find it wherever you go. Hundred percent. R.P. to Tiny. Love respect. I don't know why I did a clap. I apologize about that. Um, yeah. R.P. to the homie. All right. So today we have a very special guest. This man right here was on Hoodstocks when Hoodstocks, <laughs> we were functioning out of a small bedroom. We were shooting off a webcam. There were short cords. Uh, man, it was just a whole different animal. It was the beginning stages of Hoodstocks. It was hot. It was hotter than a <laughs> motherfucker, too. And you know what I told the homie? I'm bringing the homie back to share a story again because since he was, I, I believe the homie was on since the first year the first or the second year of Hoodstocks in that little ass room. And since the platform has grown, I want homie to share his story on this grown platform, right? It's a bigger platform. Everybody give it up for Sticks for Lomas. Let's go, baby. Thank you, bro. Thanks for inviting me back. Absolutely, dog. Absolutely. Thank you for, I mean, <laughs> it's a big difference, huh, yeah, dog? Yeah, big difference, yeah. Yeah, how's your how's your morning been? Sunday morning. I mean, it's been kind of interesting. We, you know, I mean, we've been on the edge. I was at uh, I'll say this. I was at ninety nine cent store and I was trying to get some D batteries uh, for a flashlight that I have. Right, you know, and all the fucking <laughs> batteries are gone, bro. Like people are really bugging out about yeah, this fucking hurricane that's gonna come. Bop bop bop. You know what I mean? Yesterday, bro. Yesterday I was at at, at Walmart. Man, bro, it was crazy. There was no parking. 
people are just up and down the aisles. But today, today's been cool, bro. Just relaxing, trying to get my mind right, you know, get ready for this for this uh, podcast and, uh, you know, just, just getting ready. That's pretty much it. Let me tell you this. Cali motherfuckers, I mean, we don't... <laughs> We don't do well when they start telling us that there's hurricanes coming and bro. Even, even when it rains on the freeways, there's at least like five people that die just when it rains, just from check it out. Car out. Facts, Casey. Check it out. On the way over here, there was car parts everywhere, bro. On the freeway. Like bumper parts I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Tons of accidents today. I saw some there was like Something on the six or one of the like the seventh street bridge, something, something that's was in why the water I took the street. <laughs> You're like, that's why I rode a horse here today. <laughs> you gotta worry about all that shit if you ride a horse, dog. And then with yeah. the with the lightweight, the earthquake this afternoon. Yeah, this what's up with that? I don't like, feel what? that, bro. Did you feel yeah, earthquake? No, I got the notification five point five or something. Nah, I felt it. I didn't feel it. That's it was crazy. light, but it was there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what they say when there's an earthquake, bro. There's uh, like the aftershocks come yeah. in, and I mean, I don't know, bro. Is it the end of the world right now? Or what? Yeah, we're there, bro. We're, we're there. We're gonna there. we're gonna talk about that because I believe that you're. Let me share my day, bro. I got up early this morning. I got up early this morning, and uh, I got to work, bro. It's my day off. My girl went to work, so I'm home with my two girls, and uh, I made them. I got up way before them. But when they got up, I made them breakfast. I made them eggs, sausage, and bacon. You know, we on this keto diet. <laughs> I like to stay on it. Um, anyways, um, and then I got on the computer and I uploaded 10 new episodes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And that was, and I apologize to you guys about that, man. And then after that, you know what I did? I went out and I did some gardening, bro. Because okay. yesterday I went and I bought some rose bushes. I bought... Uh, red roses. I, I went to the swap meet and I bought these. Uh, what is it like five gallons? Five gallon rose things. At swap meet, you get them at the best price. You go to try to go to Home Depot, bro. They got ha. They gonna give it to you, dog, with a receipt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I bought red roses. I bought yellow roses and I bought white roses. And so there's a planter in front of my house, bro. And I love my girls so much. They always have, they open their drapes, bro. They open their drapes because they like the light and they're doing their little thing in their room. And I said, you know what? When they open their drapes, it's not a beautiful view because we kind of, it's this hood where I live at, bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I, I want roses. When they open the drapes, they're going to see roses, bro. I so like I, roses. Yeah, so I planted roses. I planted red roses in front of my baby's uh, window. And then I planted white roses in front of my girl's window and on the corner I planted the yellow roses and it's raining while I'm doing this shit dog but not too bad bro and then not today you're interviewing someone from Rosemead from Rosemead what <laughs> the yeah. fuck oh my god that's true dog man the universe dog and then I had then my girl had all these succulents you know what a succulent is no it's kind of like a sucker fish dog but it's a plant bro right you know what I mean no I'm just fucking stupid dog um and, and so I planted them in between, bro. Like, I kind of like, man, I was on my landscaping shit, bro. And then I went in, and I went in the crib and kind of cleaned up a little myself because, you know, in the dirt. And I washed dishes, bro, made my kids lunch. I made my girls clean their room. I mean, this is this is a day in the life yeah, of Lucky Sun Zoo, yep. baby. That's right. You know, responsibilities, baby. Even on our days off, we working, bro. Even on the days off, bro, you're working. That's what you're it's working. about, though, you know? You, you're doing the thing, you know? And, I mean, 
and I left, and I left, bro, and everybody was happy. You know, everybody's happy. My girl had just got home from work, so it's like shift change. You got the girls now. All right, cool. I got to bounce yeah. out and do this podcast. Um, I mean, I love life, like staying out of trouble, not committing no more crimes, not fucking on no hard drugs, bro. I mean, I never thought that life was just, you know, they say life is always, what is the thing they say? That Life's life, like a box of chocolates. Yeah, it, thanks. It's it, fucking Forrest Gump, bro. Life's like a box of chocolates. No, life's, the, I never imagined that life was so beautiful and great on this side of the tracks. Yeah. You feel me? And once you work hard, you work hard, you put in the work, you put in the work, bro, and then you settle down. Yeah. You settle down, bro, because it's hard at first on this side because you got to put in a lot of work to, 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 to get out the hood side and live in this side, bro. You got to put in a lot of work. And, and sometimes, you know, you may want to give up, but I never gave up. And now I'm finally settling in to the good side of life. That's what I meant, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, that you're, you're doing you're doing life, bro, because it's it's sometimes we think that it's going to be somewhere up ahead, but it's really the journey. While you're there, bro, every day just soaking it in, you know, enjoying your your family, and before you know, it, you're gonna look back like, man, you know. But it's every day, bro. Every day, you gotta be grateful for every day. You know. Very blessed, truly blessed, everybody. I want you to give your undivided attention. Sticks from Lomas, Southside San Gabriel, is gonna share his story, his journey. It's a good journey. We've had it before on the podcast, but like I said, I wanted homie to share it again on this bigger stage that we have built together. And I love you guys, and I thank you so much. He We're was, still here. He was episode 58. Episode 58. Yes. And what's episode, what episode are we on today? We're on 228. 228. Damn, bro, you were episode 58, wow. bro. What was that, the first year or what? I think it was the first yeah. year, brother. Thank you so much, bro. Yeah, thank I you, I appreciate bro. you, and thank you for coming back. Everybody... Give it up for Sticks. Sticks, the stage you. is yours, brother. Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, where do I start, bro? Just where would you like to start? I mean, do you, you want to start when you uh, uh, family? Let's talk. About, let's start with family. What so, What is the household looking like? Uh, junior high school. Junior high. No, man. I'm sorry. Elementary. Elementary, uh, man. So elementary, I, I, I went to a couple of elementary. I started out in, in uh, Boyle Heights. I went to Malabar, um, right there in, uh, kind of right there by off of Evergreen and, and Cesar Chavez. I grew up there till I was about seven. Um, and then after that, I moved to Monterey Park when I was like around eight. And uh, went, you know, just regular, bro. Regular childhood, regular elementary, you know. Uh, um, but even at that young age, I was already around that environment where you see, you know, what we grow up seeing, bro, in LA, you know, just just gang members and, and the gang life. And uh, I don't know, I think deep down inside, like I always knew, like that was probably gonna be my future, bro. Like I felt something, you know, even at a young age, bro. So uh, shortly after that, I moved to Rosemead. Um, and then uh, that was it, man. I, you know, that, that was pretty much it. But the household was, uh, it was just me, my brother, my mom. I got old, older siblings, but they're already all grown up. Um, and uh, my mom, she worked a lot. She used to always be, uh, you know, working nights at the convalescent ho- uh, hospital. She was all over, bro, like all over L.A., White Memorial, all the, all the hospitals she's worked there, you know. Um, 
and then uh you know I, I started just going to juvenile hall bro actually after after elementary junior high start going to juvenile hall stuff like that you know in and out what are we going to juvenile hall for little stuff bro little uh stealing stereos you know uh, uh why, you know, why are you still how, how old are you at this time um, first time I going think to juvenile hall. First time was like probably like eleven. Eleven years old. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty young, bro, to be still in stereos, bro. I mean, like, what are you going to steal the stereo for? To put it in your your car? Sell it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and sell it for what? Sell it? Yeah, you know, just have money, drugs, just, all that. You know? Okay, so eleven years old, are you doing drugs already? Nah, probably just smoking bud and, and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. not a drug. Yeah. I mean, back then it was considered a drug. Yeah, it's not a drug now. Back then, yeah. Yeah, it was a drug. <laughs> and so, are you from your hood already? I was already backing up the hood. I got in when I was 12, uh, but I started pretty young, bro, uh, in fourth grade, which is like nine, ten years old. You started hanging around with your hood? Yeah. Okay. And so, th- so when you moved to Rosemead, you moved in to Three. Lomas? Yeah, probably about a year later. A year later, I was influenced by someone that was uh, like three, four years older than me. And he was already in junior high. I was in elementary and, and he was just a childhood friend, you know, right there from the neighborhood. And and so I always tagged along with him. And, and that's kind of how I got that first exposure to the neighborhood. And and it was just something that right away, bro, you know, I didn't have a father. So it was something that appealed to me at a young age. And, and uh it was just a whole different era back then, bro. Like back then, we. How was it back young. then? Speak it, on it. Paint it us just, a picture. I mean, compared to now, I think people start out a little bit later, uh, but back then, um, you didn't have like social media. You didn't have a lot of that influence. But you know, you, you, it depends too how you grew up. Like me, I didn't have a father, so I, I guess now I can look back and see how. Um, there was a, I guess, an empty space there yeah. that needed to be filled, and the hood life, bro, it's, it's real appealing, bro. Like, the, you know, just the dressing, the, you know, the camaraderie, the partying. I mean, how is girls. it for? Let me, I, I'm, I apologize for cutting you off. Two part question. You said you didn't have a father twice, so obviously that affected you since a young age. Like you said, there was an emptiness, there was a void, right? Yeah. That needed to be filled. Um, obviously, <laughs> you filled that void with individuals were in your neighborhood that you looked up to but how does a how does a elementary kid start hanging out with junior high kids i mean it's just it's just neighbors Neighb- for people that don't understand so i that. grew up like in a in a trailer park not the typical trailer park it was more like it was all it was like uh kind of like it was just all mexicans bro it was like a little just like a little mexico you know and 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 so you know you grow up with all the kids there. Okay, so, so, so and this is in Rosemead, there's yeah, a trailer park Rosemead, court. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's on Garvey and San Gabriel, for those that know. Is it still there? Uh, it's still there, yeah. Okay. And uh, so, you know, you grow up, bro, like like whoever whoever's there, you just, you're growing up together. It doesn't matter the age. I mean, yeah, obviously you're not going to probably hang around with 18-year-olds, but, you know, it all depends. I mean, for me, it was, it was just the connection with that one individual. Um, I always look at it, bro, like, like it was meant to happen type of thing. You know, yeah. like, like it was meant to happen, bro. And and, uh, and so I just, you know, it, it just became part of my life, bro. It wasn't like, what I mean by back then and now, it's something that kind of just happened. It just evolved. It's not something that I like looked at like, okay, I want to be that. It's just something that just happened, bro, you know? Yeah. How was it, how was it, uh, how was it growing up in a trailer park? 
it was cool, bro. I actually, you know, like what? What, what do, you, do you remember how the trailer, the design yeah. of the trailer you lived in? What, what, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of interested in that, bro. Like what, it was just a ra- like a little. I wouldn't even know the feet, but like a two bedroom. My mom built all kinds of rooms outside, so we actually had like a four bedroom and a one bedroom uh, trailer <laughs> with like sheds or something. Yeah, and then we had like a big old door where she put like like to, you know what I mean like. Our, I think our spot was like the best spot, bro, because of that. Because my mom built all kinds of. They weren't sheds. There was a couple sheds. There was one that was actually built like real wood, like real, I guess, materials. Um, and uh, it was cool, bro. For me, it was normal. It was, it was normal just living in a, a, a trailer. We didn't have like in a house like a regular like AC or nothing like that. We had like the ceiling uh, air conditionings. Um, but I loved it, bro. It was home, you know. When you said your mom built it, did she actually build she, it herself? No, she, nah, she had someone build it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was, I was gonna be like, damn, mom, yeah, nah. <laughs> she ain't no joke, baby. Nah, but she, she, she definitely invested in in it, and like we always had like my uncle living there, or you know, uh, eventually we took over some of the rooms, and eventually became like the hood room where we used to party and stuff like that, bro. Uh, it's still there, man. They knocked everything down, though, bro. I went back recently and I checked it out. All those rooms are gone, bro. I'm just sorry about that. Um, all those all those rooms are gone. It's all like empty. It's just a normal trailer now. But the same trailer is still it's the there. Same trailer, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Did, yeah. did you see who lived there? Yeah, I seen some regular dude. There's only a couple of people that still live there, bro. But but uh, that you know of. Yeah, that that I that I know like the that are still there. That I know, yeah. Yeah. And uh but it's 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 uh still there, bro. Still kind of pretty much looks the same. It's like if you look on the outside on the streets, it doesn't look like what it looks like when you go in there. Once you go in there, it's like a whole different world, bro. It's like that's why I kind of describe it like a little Mexico, like a little town type of thing, like a little village. Cuz outside, you know, now it's all predominantly like a lot of Asian stuff. You know, uh, there's you go everywhere, bro. You just see, you know, Asian letterings, markets, and, and all that. But back then, when you lived there, and you said it was like a little, little, little mango or something, little mm-hmm. TJ or something, um, like, how was it? Like, all the neighbors looked out for the kids, type of thing. Like, you could knock on the door and be like, "Hey, we, man, we ain't got no milk. Can I get some milk." I mean, um. Like like a village, you said like a village, bro. Kind of, kind of like we had the little the little lady that you know that, that sold the you know what I mean the little little uh, chips and candies and, and stuff like that. But yeah, it was a pretty tight knit uh, spot, bro. But like me, I was I was like a little troublemaker, bro. So a lot of <laughs> a lot of the neighbors, they you know what I mean, they probably didn't want me around their kids, that type of thing, you know. You done burned all the bridges, mom. Yeah, I, hooked up right there. I started looking like a gamer when I was young too, bro. We're already wearing big pants, so. You know, I, I know that, that uh, they definitely, I know some, I, I can recall some parents, they definitely didn't want their kids hanging around me. <laughs> 100%. Um, so, 11 years old, you're still in car stereos, and you said at the time you were, you know, kind of backing up the hood. Mm-hmm. Kind of like trying to earn your stripes that, hey, I'm down, like, what's, what's Yeah, happening? well, because I started out probably like around nine, bro, I, I backed up the neighborhood for like three, four years, and I was just young, bro, they're not gonna, you know, even though it was, it was a different time back then, um, I remember like there, was, like, there was times like the homies would go places, and I wouldn't go, bro, because I was too small, you know what I'm saying, like, it, it was, it was that type of thing, but, um, it was just kind of just being there, bro, being around, we never were like, 
someone that just jumped people in, you know. So so uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, had to just be there, bro, you know. Yeah. So you start going to the halls, in and out of the halls. Yeah, I started going to the halls, all that, you know. What was your experience first time going to the halls? Um, that's crazy. I was just talking to one of my homies yesterday about that. Uh, you know, when you first go to jail, it's definitely not a good feeling. <laughs> you know, it, it it actually feels horrible, bro. I remember that feeling. I was like, dang, like, you know, I'm I'm stuck, you know. And it was it was just the fear of the unknown, you know. Um, but you gotta snap out of it real quick, especially if you're you're already gangbanging. You know, you gotta you gotta hold your mug, bro, and and. You're going to run into to the enemigos eventually, you know, and start, start getting down, all that stuff. Just the regular stuff, bro. But but as far as, like, a, a youngster, the feeling, it wasn't something that that was that, that you wanted, you know. Um, it, was, it was something that kind of, you're like, man, you know. You miss moms. Yeah, you miss moms, all that, bro. Like, it's, 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 that's actually the main thing, bro. You, you think about that. You don't think about it when you out. When you out, but you ain't listening or nothing. You yeah, being a badass, exactly. And all of a sudden, you want mom. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, you want mom, bro. But what, what do you remember, mom? She would cook out that trailer, bro. Man, Good meal, bro. Everything, all the Mexican food, bro. Uh, chilaquiles, enchiladas, all that good stuff, bro. You she know? really did it up, huh? Yeah, mom's was she was she was definitely uh uh. She looked, you know, she was like the, to me, like one of the best moms ever, bro. Like she was the type of mom that she'll, she'll, she wouldn't want us to be in the street. So she'll let us drink at the pad, you know, stuff like that. Um, just taking care of the homies, like, you know, be like sometimes four or five, six homies in the room asleep, you know what I mean? Throwing the blankets over us, um, looking out for us, bro. And she always worked, bro. She worked nights. So she was gone a lot of that time, and me and my brother, bro, we used to just run them up, bro. Like we turned it into the, the the hood pad, you know, for a while. And um, where was pops all this time? Pops, I never. I met my dad one time, bro, when I was four. Um, Do you remember meeting him? I remember, yeah, vividly, bro. Four uh, years old. I was four years old exactly, and I remember exactly where it was at. It was right there at the at the Green Burrito, off of Evergreen. Is it Evergreen and Wab is it Wabash? I don't know uh, if if Canine was here, he'd probably know. But <laughs> but Canine's at the veterinarian right yeah. now, bro. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's still there. It's it, I I remember, bro. It was like a, a green burrito, and I think there was a laundry mat. And I remember my mom; she picked me up, and she handed me over to him, and I kicked him, bro. I remember my mom; she used to dress me in the little mech, the little boots, little Mexican boots. <laughs> I, I straight kicked little him, bro. Cute motherfucker. Yeah, I kicked him in the head, bro. I remember. Like, I already knew that, I don't know, like, I I held something against him already, bro. Yeah. Because he wasn't there. What the fuck you been at, fool? Yeah, and um, I did have someone in my life that I used to call dad for a little bit. Um, shout out to him, bro. His name was Pancho, bro. He, he was a good dude. He, he's the one that, since I was, you know, like, one, two years old, he was the one that was with my mom. And, and uh, he's the one that, like, got me. I used to listen to the Dodger games with him, bro, on the radio, Spanish. Fernando, that was during the Fernando... Valenzuela days. I was born in 78, so this was like 7 uh, 81, 82, all those years. Yeah. And uh and and so that's why I'm a, you know, diehard Dodger fan, bro. I got into it since I was young, but he's the one that kind of instilled some things in me, and he was there. He was there when I when I met up, when my mom took me to go meet my my biological father, bro, and and uh I just, I didn't want nothing to do with him, bro. I didn't want nothing to do with him. That was it. Um that was and then 
I guess we'll get to the, the the rest of the story later. I ran into him again when I got out, um, uh, but I guess we'll lead up into that. Yes, sir. And, and I and I seen him that that one last time, but I haven't seen him ever since, bro. Okay, so you're going in and out of juvenile halls. Where do we go from there? From there, um, so I remember being in Pasadena Court. And my mom, she was pleading with the judge, bro, to uh, to allow her to move me out of the county to go to uh, Imperial Valley, which is where I live now, Imperial County. I, I've always had my all my family. I got a lot of cousins, uncles out there, so we always had that connection with 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 out there, bro. Um, and so I remember her pleading with the judge, bro. He was he was kind of he was being. I kept seeing the same judge, bro, when I was a youngster, so. He wanted to, you know, he wanted to send me to YA, bro, and and, and uh, she's like, look, let, let me move him out. So he allowed her to move me out of the county to uh, to out there, bro. I moved to a little town uh, called Hopeville. Shout out to Hopeville, bro. That was like my second home, bro, like a little sanctuary, you know. I went to junior high for a year out there. Um, but it was actually what we were talking about earlier, bro. I, I went out there and I started running them up, kind of like what we were talking about, we were talking yeah. about bro. And, and uh so just a quick little story. Uh, uh, there was a teacher. I remember I was like in a detention, bro. And it was like a table like this. And it was kind of like a, like one of these these chairs, too. And I was a lot smaller. And I remember, bro, I was a bad kid, bro. So I'm not throwing it off on him. But I remember, I, I forgot what happened. But I remember he pushed me into the, the, the table, bro. And it like hit my chest, bro. Boom. And then he came around and he like got close, bro. And I cracked him. <laughs> I cracked them, bro, and I stood up and I took off running, bro. I ran out the office, <laughs> and I was I was uh I was on the run for assault, bro, for like a month, bro. They were looking for me. How how old were you? I was junior high, bro. I don't know, 11, 12. On the run for assault. <laughs> and and, uh, and got the whole PTA looking for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> bro. It was a little town too, bro. And um and and so they raided. I remember they raided my mom's. We lived in a trailer out there too, bro. A place called Spanish Trails, bro. Um. And uh, and I live right in front of a cop. Actually, I live right in front of a cop, bro. And and uh, I couldn't even come out because I was like, man, this dude's gonna—he's gonna know I'm here, you know. Yeah. So they raided my my mom's and uh, and they found me, bro. And they took me in. And so I did a little—I went to placement. They sent me to a place called a St. Catherine's in Corona. And then I was there for a little bit. AWOL. Got into some stuff there. I AWOL. And then I went back to the halls, and then they sent me to another, uh, like a, I don't know, like a group home in Apple Valley out there by Victorville. I was there. I went to high school out there, to the real high school in Apple Valley, and uh, it, was, it was a lot of dudes from LA out there, I remember, bro. And we were, we were having racial tension at school. There was a lot of racial tension with the blacks, bro. And uh, we even had a riot right there at the high school. A little kid, bro, we were, we were you know, we, we got into it out there. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I ended up AWOLing from there. Um, and I went back. I think I went back to my neighborhood for a little bit, and then I ended up back out there with my mom. And then um, I got busted again, and they they sent me to a place called ROP, which is like a boot camp type thing for juveniles out there in Nevada. And, uh, and I stayed there for like, I don't know, at least almost two years. It's like it's like three levels. You start out like in a boot camp, um, and then it's like snowing, bro. You're in the mountains. It, it was crazy, bro. That was the first time I ever seen a, a northerner. 
And because uh, they never sent LA County guys, they only sent San, San Diego, San Bernardino, um, and Imperial County. And then uh, ended up out there, you know, just getting into it, bro, regular stuff, you know what I mean? Fighting all that stuff. And then uh, you move to the second level, and then the third level is like a group home. So I was living out there in a place called uh, Camp Connell, bro. It was in the Sierra Nevadas up there, up north uh, by Angels Camp. So I was going to a high school called uh, 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 Bret Hart, bro. I remember uh, in Angels Camp. And then, uh, so this was by, it was already, I was uh, 16. And then I ended up AWOLing from there, bro. I went, I actually came on a home pass. And we were on the boulevard, bro. And I remember one of my homies got killed right there on the boulevard, right by the Tommies. And I was supposed to catch a plane the next day, and I missed my plane. Because we were at the hospital, like, all night. Um, and then uh, uh, I missed my plane. So when I finally got back, I kept, I, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, bro. And I heard them saying they were going to regress me, send me back to the boot camp. And I was like, man, I ain't going back to that. That, that place was horrible, bro. How was that boot camp? Tell me about that, that boot camp. That boot camp was like. It was, it was. So hold on real quick. Let's paint the picture real quick, bro. Okay. So it's a boot camp for kids mm -hmm. that are just fucking up. Plain and simple, right? You're in the middle of nowhere, bro. You're in the mountains. And it's you a can't court, leave. It's, it's a court-ordered boot camp. It's a court-ordered. And what you, ages are in this boot camp? Uh, all the way up to 17. 17. From to, probably like 13 to 17. 13 to 17. And so what is there, like, sending them to a boot camp? I, a boot camp, obviously, kind of explains itself the name right defines itself yeah i mean what is what is actually taking place the, in this the boot reason camp? i call it boot camp it, it that wasn't the name for it but i call it that because it's the same thing that would happen like in a, in a in a military where it's all working out bro you run you know uh three miles three mile runs every day um if you if you when you get into it you fight they send you to a place called specials where you you do even more intense. You gotta you gotta work out for hours, bro, to get out of there. And you can choose not to, but they'll put you in like a little like a little hut, and over there is snowing, bro. So they'll you'll be you'll just be in your boxers, and they'll leave you in that little like a little house, bro. So you want to work out? It's cold, bro. It's real cold. So it's a form of punishment. It's then a they... form of punishment, yeah. So you you gotta go. You gotta work your way out. And what I mean by work your way, out, you gotta literally work your way out by doing these intense exercise like crazy stuff bro like basically following suit following the program yeah like you the, know yeah like the routines that was the first time i ever did burpees i really you know i already knew about burpees because of that bro you know because you know yeah so so anyhow uh uh it was it was a, a, a it was a crazy time bro i'm glad that i went through it because it actually instilled a lot of discipline in me bro as far as to run three miles, bro, is not that easy, you know. I ended no. up loving to, to to run, bro. Running, I I, I remember my my best time was like sixteen fifty two or nine, something like that. A three mile run, that's a good time, bro. Uh, okay. Uh, um, you know, just just doing stuff like that, bro. You know, running around, um, working out, um, and 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 you're you know you're 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 in the middle of nowhere, bro. You're yeah. in the middle of nowhere. You can't. They'll let you escape, but you ain't gonna escape from there, bro. There's Wild coyote, you know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> you're going to dehydrate, bro. Like you're. It was a Shures, Nevada. It was a place called Shures, Nevada, bro. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man. That that was that was pretty much. How was the food right there? If, oh, they're, the if food, they're if they're working the kids out so hard, the food I, I, was bomb, bro. Okay, at least they're giving the kids. Yeah. I mean, what's bomb food? 
I mean, you've they, been through all the the institutions. When we'll get through that, we'll get to yeah. that soon. But so, if you're gonna say the food's bomb, then bomb you, food is is for in there. You know, big old hamburgers, bro. Big old enchiladas. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay. Like Was rice, it? being like a full course meal. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Uh, uh, I remember these uh, like taquitos, guacamole, like oh, bomb food, bro. Like the the best. Is the it best a federal stuff. funded or state funded? It might it might, it might be I'm federal pretty, funded. Probably huh? yeah. Yeah, because usually institutions that are federally funded mm -hmm. for some reason yeah, <laughs> got yeah. good food. And the dudes that ran it were all ex-military. Oh, so shit. that's why I mean, like they're yeah. like boot camp, you know what I mean, like type thing. That's kind of cool, though, bro. It was cool, yeah. yeah it that's kind of cool. You got military dudes running yeah. that shit. That's a little, it's a little different than yeah. a, a pose, uh some dude that uh, you know filled out an application to be a staff, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like these dudes are, you know, they're, they're respected exactly. dudes, right? Yeah. When I look back in hindsight, I, uh, like I said, I'm glad that I went through it, bro, because uh, it was a good experience, bro, as a kid. You know, well, growing kid. up without a father, you you needed that. Yeah, low key. That, yeah. Yeah. Discipline. Yep. I didn't know that men. at the time, but now, you know, like, like I say, a lot of a lot of good things were instilled in me, bro. And and I actually I thank God, bro, for a lot of that because if I was out here, I probably wouldn't even go to school. Like a lot of these places that I was at, I was still going to school and yeah. I was learning, bro. I was I was learning. I always liked learning, bro. Like I was even though I was a bad kid. I like just soaking it up, bro, and, and learning. I always been an avid reader and stuff like that, so it was it was it was good, bro. It was it was, it was a good little experience. Um, but back to the story, I had a wall uh, from there because, like I said, uh, uh, I I got there. I, I was I was supposed to take a plane, and they took it real serious, bro. I didn't make it in time, and uh, I woke up. It was a trip, bro. I woke up like at two in the morning, and I heard the staff saying that they were going to send me back to that boot camp. So naturally, I was like, I'm not going back there, bro. I'll be stuck over there. I was already ready to graduate. Like two, like in about two months, I was going to be done with the program. And I worked my way up, bro. When I first started, I was, you know what I mean, fighting, all that, bro, where you're not. You, I remember you used to have to earn 100 days. Once you earn that 100 days, then you move, get out of the desert. So my first, like, Practically probably like four or five months, I wasn't earning nothing, bro. Like you, I'll earn like, I don't know, like 30 days and then you get in a fight and then you lose it. Mm. So it was, it was like, you got to earn your way out, bro. And uh, I was like, I, I ain't going to go back over there. So I ended up AWOLing, bro. I remember I had a, a, a one of my, my uh, girl's ex-girlfriends that I met in high school out there. I called her up, bro. And I told her, hey, you know, I set it up, planned it out, bro, and, and she came, and, and I straight escaped, bro. <laughs> I threw my bags down the window of the two-story, and uh, and she picked up my bag. I actually escaped from the high school. She picked up all my stuff. I went to school the next day, and I think after, like, first period, I was gone, bro. It was up there by uh, – I tried to catch a bus, a Greyhound from Stock, uh, Stockton or Modesto, and I missed the bus, bro. I was right there, you know, hugging and all that, like – and I missed the bus, bro. I remember running out, and and I, I ran out in the middle of the street like, hey, and and uh, and and the bus driver was like, that's it, you know what I mean? I'm gone. So I went back and I told her, and she's like, you know what? I'll drive you back. She drove me all the way back to my neighborhood, bro. I went straight back, and they thought I kidnapped her, bro. They put an APB out on us, bro. From San Francisco all the way to San Diego, they put an APB out on us, saying I told her to call her mom, but they still thought that she that. I took her, bro. Like I kidnapped her or something. Yeah. And uh, and and 
my daughter wouldn't do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. So you get K9 and get a mic, please. He's got a mic too right there that we got him right there. Is Sorry that where that. is that uh, in camp? Is that where you learned the term a wall or a wall? Yup, that was the first. No, actually, I, term, I learned it? it. I learned that in, that in, halls. in placement, bro. Actually, yeah, probably in the halls because we're. Let me, let me ask you a question, bro. You can. I might be a. I might be a bad listener right now, but how did you end up north? Was that the? That's not the boot camp, is it? Yeah, that's the. Well, boot camp. I ended up be, because I, it's three levels. I was in Nevada. Okay. That's why then, I got confused on that. And then from there, you go to a second level in Nevada. And then after that second level, you could you end up in a, either like a halfway house, uh, and it could be either in Nevada or in California. I ended up in a place called the Varsity House, which is in that place where I told you, Camp oh, Connell. Okay, which is up north. Up north in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Oh, Yeah, damn. and then you got to drive down the, the mountain to go to high school in Angel's Camp, bro. Look at the My childhood, bro, I... I I look back now, bro. I'm like, man, it was a trip. Sounds bro. like a Rocky movie, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he was training to fucking yeah. fight the Russian dude, bro? You know what's funny, bro? I was looking up my name, my last name, and uh, it, it goes back, and it has, like, a name. It, it means rock, right? Uh, Pedroza, and, and then it said at the bottom, it said Rocky. So I was tripping out that you said that, bro, right now. <laughs> Rocky. Frequencies, baby. Um, okay. So she drives you straight to your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. How old are you at this time? 16. 16. Mm-hmm. I mean, she drives you to your neighborhood. I mean, what, what the hell are you going to do in your neighborhood at 16 years old, bro? I went straight to my homie's house because they were already looking for me at my, at my mom's. So I went straight there. Uh, and I remember just, you know, we, we uh, spent the night, you know, together. And then in the morning, we kind of just checked her car, checked the oil, all that, and sent her back home. That was the last time I, I ever seen her, bro. Damn. And that was it. I wonder where she's at right now. What's her name, bro? I can't put her name. <laughs> <laughs> where is she at now? It would be really interesting of where she's at now, bro. What did she do with her life from this? Did she do it for the better? Did she change it? Or is she still doing the same old shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, anyways. My wife probably wouldn't be. You know, too happy about that. So. <laughs> well, we don't want you to get your ass beat when you get home, bro. So we'll just drop it. <laughs> um, so you go to your neighborhood, and that was cool. Your homies, they checked her oil. Yeah, they yeah, because I sure didn't know how to do it. You know. Yeah. So yeah, send her on her way, and then I was just back in the hood, bro. You know, that was that was it. With the military mindset. Yeah, with the boot camp mindset, bro. <laughs> Yelling at all your uh, little homies, yeah. <laughs> all the homies, all the peers. What are we doing from there? Um, from there, I, I I hit the county, bro. You know, I hit the county. Started hitting the county. Uh, I hit the county at sixteen because because of that whole situation. I gave them an alias. That's why in that and that uh that flyer you made. For those who don't know, they're probably if they know my name. My name is Pedroza. But it says Gonzalez, Jay Gonzalez on that. On that. I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, bro, that's, that's the alias. alias. That's the alias. When I got busted, um, I remember getting pulled over, um, and and they pulled us over, and, and the first thing that popped in my head was George Gonzalez, <laughs> and so I gave him that name, and and they let us go. But shortly thereafter, I got busted, and and that's the name I gave him, bro. And my homies too were like, just give him a fake name, so he go to the county with us, you know. Yeah. Went to the county, bro, 16 years old. 
you know, that's the beautiful the beautiful thing. <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about getting uh, busted in L.A. Like, they ain't going to trump charges on giving a fake name. Because everybody gives a fake name. But yeah. I went to Arizona and gave a fake name. They trumped me charges, bro. Oh, yeah. They trumped me charges. And they weren't playing, bro. And back then, they didn't have the, the computers. They didn't have the system they have now. Yeah. They only had the the fingerprints, the, the, the I guess the papers. But they didn't have the machine where now you do the fingerprints and everything pops up. Well, it blew my mind when I got busted. I think it was in uh, 2009, 10, something like that, bro. Um, I got busted in Cypress Park, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck. And uh, I gave him a different name, bro. And they're like, nah, you're fucking lucky. Bah, bah, bah. Like, I've never <laughs> met that dude in my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stone cold face, bro. Poker face, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never met that motherfucker in my life. But I think I, anyways. And so, another hood on there, like, fool, we know who you are. Stop playing with this. You know what I mean? Stupid. Um, and another hood pulled up, bro, with the fingerprint thing, bro. That's the first time I ever seen, like, a fingerprint in thing. In the car? Pulled up with a fingerprint thing, like, just like, like a cell phone almost, bro. Yeah. I didn't know they had that. And they hit me with that, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, shit, we got them. <laughs> Stop playing. Um, okay, so 16 years old, you go in the county, bro. Yeah. And so what do you go to the county for, at 16 years I old? I went for a, it was a bogus kidnap. It was, a, it was a, a false imprisonment. Actually, no, it was kidnap at first. Then it got dropped, false imprisonment. But we were in the, in the car, bro, and, and uh, this dude was giving us a ride. And... and you know, the gaffer was up, you know, and uh, one of them things comes flying out the window. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and one of them things, huh? Yeah, and, and so they pull us over, bro. And, you know, the gaffer was up, took us in. And I'm thinking we're just busted for that, right? I wake up at the Temple City Sheriff's Station, bro, you know, in the little tank, you know, I woke up, bro, and, and they're, you know, to sign for your, your stuff. And I see on the paper and it says, kidnap, bro. I was like, what? So that what happened was they, the cops, the sheriffs, they made the dude, uh, they basically coerced him into saying that we kidnapped him. Otherwise, he would have, they would have took him in with us because that was his car. It's a good alibi. Yeah, and so he yeah. <laughs> all thrilled out, and he he went along. You kidnapped with it. me. Yeah, and he went. He didn't. I don't think it came out of of his mind, bro. I think they they basically they were like, well, if you don't say this, you're gonna, you know what I mean. Um, so it came out of him, bro. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's one of your homies, so you don't yeah. want to fuck. No, no, he him. wasn't a homie. He, okay. he was just some regular dude yeah. that lived there, you know, yeah. resident. But, but, uh, but. I mean, it's always kind of like with the residents or just the regular fools. That, hey, dog, give me a ride over here, and you and, was, you, and you lie to him about what you're giving a ride for. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, and then, I mean, so you don't really get mad at him about it. You're like, ah, I knew that. Oh, was I was gonna. mad at him. <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, but, but it's kind of like a given, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, bro, they're gonna break this dude. Yeah, dog. It's yeah, easy, exactly. Dog. Yeah. yeah. So. But we ended up fighting that kidnap, bro. But good thing is he didn't show up. He didn't show up to, yeah, uh, to court. We were going to trial, bro, and, and uh, they dropped the case. Um, so that was my first time in the county, bro. That was the first time. Uh, 16 years old. 16 years old, yeah. How does a 16-year-old navigate through the county, L.A. County Jail? What year are we talking? 94. 94. Yeah, 94. 16 years old, bro. Yeah. 94, 95. I mean, that's some shit right there, bro. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, just being in the neighborhood growing up, you're already kind of laced up, you know, a little bit. You yeah, know? because the neighborhoods are like sororities, right? I mean, there's fraternities. all... Fraternities. Fraternities, thank you. <laughs> sororities. Is sororities females? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, dog. 
never oh. been to college, all right? But I do got a college degree, though, baby. Um, fraternities. Thank you, Casey. Uh, and there, so within fraternities, there's all ages. Yeah. Right? Growing up. And so, go ahead. I'm sorry, brother. So, I mean, like I said, bro, you, you already kind of know the ropes a little bit. You know, I, I going through the halls, going through the system, you kind of know how to... Uh, kind of navigate through some stuff but no nah, it was definitely um it was it was still a little i, I don't want to use the word scary but it was still like intimidating yeah because i was i was young bro i was yeah. a little kid and, and i was still growing i was like the smallest dude there bro so so um you know but i adapted real quick bro you, know, you would be you, a liar if you said you weren't intimidated for yeah. going to the for going to la county jail exactly, at yeah. a young age i went there when i was 18 bro and i was intimidated bro yeah. but then once i got you know what i mean you know a couple yeah, nights you're like exactly ah, shit, yeah. i got this shit. yeah you get used to it you adapt and and uh and you already know back then when was the first time you hit the county 95 same from same time S central juvenile hall yeah. to uh uh to to uh glass house to uh Downtown yeah, they LA, still baby. had money, all that, yeah. And they had, well, yeah, they, get it, it was it was getting phased out. It yeah, was getting, getting phased it, out, it was yeah. getting phased out. But you still you were still able to have your tennis shoes and tennis shit. Tennis yeah. yeah, bro. You know what I mean, yeah. So it was cool. That, that's another thing I was I'm, I'm grateful for, bro. Going through the county at that time, just picking up everything you pick up, because lo and behold, I was gonna have a career in 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 that lifestyle, bro. You know, so so. Um, it was it was a trip, bro. It was a trip. You know, remember back then you used to be able to uh, go from like the three thousand floor to like the nine thousand floor. Yeah, uh, you used to be able to go jump like, the line. Yeah, hey, where's the home? Wiggle around. Yeah. yeah, wiggle around, bro. You, you <laughs> be like, hey, where's you know? You call someone in the neighborhood. Hey, where's so and so? Oh, they're over there in the four thousand floor. All right, time will go over there. Boom. Yeah, you know. And, and but if you get caught, yeah, if you get all oh, that shit. Remember the deputies back then? <laughs> oh, flashlight flash flash treatment, flashlight therapy, homie. One on one. And they were back then. They were all corn fed, bro. They were all big old dudes. Now, like they'll hire any, anybody, but back then, yeah, they were all big old dudes. Yeah, bro. a big old fucking corn fed, sexy yeah. white dudes. And they all wore speedos, <laughs> dog. You know what I mean, <laughs> fucking pecs just pop, 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 pop. You know where you're at? Pop, 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 pop. You know what I mean, like that, dog. Shirts. Why you gotta flex that fucking those titties like that, dog? Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Sorry, dog. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Um, it was it was it was definitely a, a an experience, bro. You know, uh, just everything, bro. The 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 riots, bro. Back then, I remember my first riot was in, in the nine thousand floor. I was telling my one of my my homies yesterday, bro. Uh, in the nine ninety five hundred, bro. Ninety five hundred, and and it was just just the the sound of it, bro. Like. It was it was like like a like right now how they say a hurricane, but it was you know that was a real hurricane, you know like that like, was a human hurricane, yeah, a so, fucking and then chingasos. back then <laughs> they'll put you in the hallway, bro, on your knees, facing the wall, bro, like after, and they'll they'll separate us, right? They'll separate the the, the Mexicans and the blacks, and and they'll have us with our hands behind our back on our knees, bro, for hours, bro, with your and if you move, yeah, you you ain't yeah. gonna move, you know what I mean? You don't want to move, bro, like and. As a little kid, bro, I was like, dang, bro, like, yeah, you gotta learn how where to be am a, I, you know? I should have never lied about my age. You gotta learn how to be a statue real quick. Yeah, bro, so it, it was definitely a, a learning experience, but but looking back, it was, you know, it, it was it was, it was was a good good little college. It was college for us, bro, you know? 9,500. Yeah. <sighs> Rick, will you ever hit 9,500? Nah, 
my first time in the county was in 2000. I passed it up. I went to uh, the state first. I did. Uh, I went straight from juvenile hall to the state. Can I scoot a little over there so you get in the camera too, baby boy? Yeah. Yeah. Kane Nizzle's in the casa, baby. That's right. Yeah, he's back yeah, from the vet. That, that he's back the... from the veterinarian. He's been there for like <laughs> fucking two months. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time though. Was yeah. that that was already uh, like a trusty or? Nah, I, I don't know. Oh, don't I, know. I went to twenty eight hundred. Like my first time in the county, I went to twenty eight hundred. So I was right there. Okay. Bro, I, I got the I got the fucking red carpet, the blue carpet. Blue carpet treatment, dog. Because my first time in 9500, homie, they were like, hey, homie, come over here. And they had this fucking bunk tented up, dog. And next yeah. you know what? I'm in the power. I was smoking yep. crack, homie. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, shit. That's true, bro. Remember the bunks? You have it. It'll be, you know, fools be slamming over here, dude smoking over here. Shit, homie. I was like, fuck it, dog. The cells, bro, actually, like the 2000 floor. Yeah. One cell, you know what I mean? You got the. Probably like the blacks shooting dice or playing cards. Then over here you got, you know, dudes like I said slamming whatever over here smoking rock. You know what I mean? Like I always tripped on black dudes uh, shooting dice because what they would do is they would make the dice out of like the rolling. They have the the, the deodorant have the roller on it. Remember yeah. that had the ball? Yeah, yeah the and they sh- they they shaved that ball down, yeah, bro. Yeah. No, not fireballs. It's a it's a clear deodorant. The ball from the deodorant, the, the roll on. Yeah, it was like a roll on. It had a ball in it, bro. Yeah. And they would shave it down, and they would put their thing, and they would shoot dice on it. Yeah. But you know, it was always a chip because I was never like it wasn't our thing to play dice, bro. Yeah. But it was always cool to watch them yeah. dudes. It was always like a movie. Wa- yeah. It was always like a movie watching the the the, the, the brothers play dice mm-hmm. because it was just like a movie. If you, anytime you see it in the movie, and then fools are like, hey. My nigga, give me that shit. Bow, 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 whoa, whoa. And they and they rolling dice and they aggressively playing, especially when you got black fools that are gang members. Yeah. Like they they and you know and, they, oh, yeah. and then there'd they, they, be some beef over them fools. And and man, I give it to them dudes, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they've always if that shit was just entertaining to watch it from afar as a homie and be like, man, yeah. these fools are really getting at it. You know, and, you know what else I tripped out on, bro? The the whites, bro. Remember how it was back then? They didn't have no. They didn't have no rights, bro. Like, it was yeah, like, it sucked for them, bro. It, you know what it mean? was still kind of like that for them. It, yeah. it, it, it sucked for them, but during that time, but I was... back then was bad, bro. They wouldn't even be walking. They'll be walking with no shoes. Like. But but you can go. I was in I was in East Max in 95, bro, and I was in a dorm, and there was a bunch of white boys in it, bro, and they all got respect, bro. Like, yeah, mad respect. Solid, yeah. And there was a group of them, bro. They were skinheads, bro. They were like solid white boys that had done time, bro. And and I was in a riot with them dudes, yeah. bro. And front line on it, I'm fucking chunking with these dudes. I look to my right, I look to my left. Who is it? It's these crazy ass fucking white boys, bro. Getting it, bro. Yeah, there was you a know? few. Yeah, there was a few that already, you know, they've been through that and they, they'd have that that respect, you know. They but if you happen to be a regular white dude, the kind of <laughs> DUI and you go through that bitch, yeah, homie. Yeah, oh my god, dog. It was bad, bro. You just pray for that man right now. Right? <laughs> this is one of them. You're going to get it. Um, so, 16 years old, you're in there. You're fighting this case. What what turns out with that case? So, I, I uh, like I said, he didn't sh- he didn't show up to, uh, we we're going to go to trial. He didn't show up, so they, they dismissed us, bro. We walked right out. Um, <laughs> but I was right back in there a month later, bro. A month later, got busted for, for, for a robbery. Um, and then that was, that was the first time I ever went upstate. So, you went upstate for a robbery. How old are you now? Now I was 17, I believe. 17. Yeah. So you stayed out for a month, like you said. Yeah. Back in at 17. 
Well, I was probably still say I, I don't know I don't know the months it, it, 16, 17 but I know when I hit the state I was 17 so yeah it was, you hit state at 17 I hit state years at old. 17 yeah. wow I thought I was a young buck 18 years old in the state bro yeah um, because they, they, they the, the homies will let, really let you know like damn you mo, little young mo, like yeah. you know and it, it's kind of like a and it, it's I hate to say it bro but it's kind of like a, a rite of passage almost or kind of like I'm this young here already yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you went in at 17, so that's interesting. Where, where was the first place you went to at 17 years old? I went to, uh, well, I went to reception, and then I went to, I went to the hole from there, and then uh, I went to Calipat. Level what? four. Okay, level four. I mean, It was a transition. They were, tra they were, I think right when I left, they were already transitioning because my, they, they overrode me. Uh, I had level four points. And then they, they, that yard, I think, it was CR Calipat. I think later on it became a three yard. They've always flipped it back and forth, but. Why did they give you so many points at 17 years old? Why would they throw a 17 year old kid on a four yard, bro? Because I went to the hole. I, I, and then, okay, in reception. In reception, yeah, we, we another uh, riot, man. We, we uh, you know, kicked off a, a riot and, and ended up in the hole. And then in the hole, I started getting into stuff. And, you know what I mean? Like, just little stuff, bro. Regulations, uh, 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 cell extractions, stuff like that. Okay. So my point shot up. That explains it all, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, we're going to fire camp. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked that off. Yeah, I, I was actually endorsed when I was in the, in the dorms. I was endorsed to go, I don't know, somewhere like somewhere like that, bro, like a fire camp or something. I don't know what yeah. it was. You could have had an easy, you had an easy yeah. living, bro. Yeah. You could have had an easy living, bro. Yeah. So... So that was a, uh, yeah, but the good thing is I always did little short terms. I, I I always did little short terms, you know? Yeah. I never got, like, at that age, I never got straight, so I was just in and out, bro. Sentinella, you know, uh, uh, um, Delano, A-Yard, the main line, Corcoran, the, um, old Corcoran, uh, new Corcoran, the 180, the Tehachapi 180, uh, uh, Chino, you know, violations. So so how many times are you going in and out with these little times? Uh, I went in and out like probably four or five times. Bro. Four or five times until you caught a real case? Until well, Not a real case, but a big case? So where, where there was like a transition was in 2003. I, uh, I went on a high-speed chase. I think I, I had mentioned it before. I went on a high-speed chase, uh, you know, right there on, uh, is it Valley, where the, where the 710 starts? Um, yep. We were, I remember it was my birthday. I remember everything through dates. It was my birthday, 2003. It was Thanksgiving. You know, we were up to no good early in the morning, bro. You and your homies? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, we were coming from, from uh, like, Alhambra area. And and the Alhambra PD got right behind me, bro. And, and there was kind of nowhere to run. And I remember my homie was supposed to get off and, and, and jump off, you know, with the thang thang. And, and he didn't, he didn't. Uh, it, there was nowhere to run, bro. So I just, I just, I was like, let's go, you know, er, high speed chase, bro. And, uh, and, and I got away, man. We got away, bro. We were, we were hiding for like, well, one of my homies, they caught him. And then me and my little homie, we got away. We were hiding for a while, bro, in the backyard. And then someone, some lady came out and she told us we we're, she told them we were, where we were at, bro. And we got, we ended up getting busted. Um, so I ended up getting 32 months with 80 that, that time. Um, for for evading and the strat, well, they eventually dropped that the, the gun charge, um, but I picked up another case in uh, Sentinella, 
uh, once again it was it was cracking right there in DR with the with the blacks and then uh, I was two months to the pad bro two months to the pad and and I picked up another case for for a, a weapon I went to the hole bro I stayed there for like for like a year bro probably a little bit over a year I ended up maxing out and then I ended up in Tehachapi in the 180 um and then got into some stuff there went to the hole there and then I ended up in the 180 in Corcoran, uh, Sat F, and Sea Yard. And then uh, I was there for a little bit, I don't know, like six months. And then, and and they cracked. I remember, bro, they cracked my. I put in some. I put in some paperwork to get some time back or something like that. And 602. Yeah, and it was a surprise release, bro. They cracked my door on January 1st of 2008. They cracked my door open, and uh, we're on lockdown, bro. We're on lockdown. I remember. And and uh, uh, they open the door, and you know you know when you're on lockdown, you're more on your toes when they crack the doors open, bro. So I remember me and my Sally, we jumped off, bro, like, and we look. It was just our door. We look first. We look on the tier, and then we and then we look, and the tower's like Gonzalez. I'm like, what's up? They're like, roll it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Release. I was like, what? I was like, going, I was like me, like yeah. You want to go home? Like. Told my Sally, I told him, keep everything, bro. It's all, you know what I mean? I just, I'm gone, bro. And uh, shout out to the dudes to be packing their TVs after some shit. Yeah, like that. bro. That's <laughs> I just hey. take toilet paper home, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take it, bro. You never no, know what you might, might have to take a shit on the way home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you ain't got a motherfucking ride to the crib, bro. Shit. Fools be yeah. getting beat up like that. Yeah, bro. Real, they be beating them fools up. Yeah. Shit, you see that? You see that fool on the side of the road yeah, yeah. walking with fucking shower shoes and socks on? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. shit! I mean, doing so much time in a hole. Do you, is it? Can one get used to being locked and confined in such a small restricted uh, space? I mean, how did you deal with that? So now, for that, people to understand. So now that I look back, it definitely takes a toll on your on your mental health, but. Obviously, you know, us, what I mean by us is homies, Mexicans, we, we, we have a certain program where, where we're, we do stuff to keep our, our minds off of, of stuff. And, and uh, that helps, bro, the working out. Well, let's say this, bro. Just, just pivoting off of what you're saying, bro. Can you imagine if there wasn't no program in there, oh. bro, and you were just up to your own fucking thoughts? Well, there's dudes there like that. I've seen them transform from one day to the next where they just flop out, bro. I mean, thank God for a program, right? Yeah. A program in the system, bro. Yeah. Hey, check it out. <laughs> I'm not glorifying nothing, but I'm just saying if you, if there was no program in the yeah. California system for any race, yeah. right? Because all races have somewhat of yeah, a program. Yeah. Homies probably have a whole lot more, yeah. you know, a lot more thicker foundation when it comes to programs in the in the system, right? I'm grateful for it, though, bro. Hundred like, percent, right? Bro. That like the the just just. You know the the structure that we that we've had and still have, I guess you know, in there. But but uh, it definitely helped, bro. It, it really helped. Um, but even though with that with, with with that being said, I know that it really affected me, bro. It, it affected me to where you have um, even still to this day, bro. To this day, I haven't been a, I haven't been incarcerated for ten years, bro. And and up to this day. I still feel the effects of a lot of that, bro. Check you know? it out real quick. Let me let me let me say this, man. So, you know what, bro? 
I am I'm a burned out motherfucker. Like I forget a lot of shit, dog. From the drugs. Tell us something we don't know now. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, sir. Yes. Okay. But what's so crazy about it is he was episode fifty eight, right? We're in two what are we? Two twenty eight. Two twenty eight. And so I still remember the conversations that I had with him at episode fifty eight. We were talking about Anxiety. We were talking oh, about yeah. planes. We were supposed to, me and the homie mm-hmm. right here, Sticks, oh, yeah, huh? Isaac, we were supposed to go to some skydiving thing, bro. It's an indoor skydiving thing. still waiting. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> me too, fucker. No, I know. I said I'd pay for it. Yeah. Shit. We're going to make it happen, bro. We're going to make it happen. Right, well, you know, I, think, I think we have a... When I, the hurricane's over, bro. No, yeah. <laughs> we'll go outside right now. It's not going to be till the end of next year. <laughs> no. Um, but no, me and Isaac... Uh, Sticks talked about it, and we because there's a spot in Ontario, I think, that has indoor skydiving. It has mm-hmm. indoor skydiving, and so me and you are still gonna do that. Yeah. And now the Hoodstocks platform is gonna fund us for all of us to do it, including Big Homie right there on the Let's sofa, do dog. It. You know what I mean? I don't know if there's enough air for you. They're gonna pick your ass up. You know, what I mean? you know, that's like picking up a tow truck or something. That's you start big... working out, you gonna start busting down. Yeah, you brought your bodyguard with you, bro. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the homie. From, shout out to the homie from Bassett. Bassett in the boy, casa, man. baby. Look. Bassett Grande, don't play with it. Um, we're going to still do that. But it's crazy, bro, because I have these conversations and I still, they're such important, intimate conversations, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that I, it, I st- it, it, it helps me. I mean, I'm just saying, bro, like, I really, I really cherish these conversations, bro. Yeah. Like, they mean something to me, bro. It's not like, ah, and then I forget about it, bro. Like, no, bro. So we're going to still do that. But we talked about we did, the effects. Yeah. Of yeah, doing time, like I, I think I, back then I was telling you about I was uh, taking freight, freight elevators. Yeah. Oh, that was Remember? crazy! I was bro. taking freight elevators. I don't know how you did that. And he told me that he couldn't do it. <laughs> See, I, I still I, couldn't do so it. So <laughs> at the time, I is I was I believe I was in the union already, and we're t- I was telling him about taking freight elevators yeah. to like the thirty second thirty second uh, floor in downtown LA, and it's just a bunch of construction workers packed in the freight elevator with their lunch boxes, butt crack of dawn, taking the elevator up, and sometimes I would have flashes of anxiety because. Mm-hmm. I am packed in this small space like sardines, bro. Yeah. You know? And and so the effects of being stuck in a cell, right? Yeah. These are the these are the this is the aftermath. Even just being around people sometimes, bro. Just being isolated, being isolated so so much. Just like big crowds of people. I mean, obviously I'm a lot better, but but some of that still tries to creep in, bro. Like there's there's just something about it where you kind of like, you still got to scope it out, bro. You always like, you know, kind of like on your toes type of thing. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Just, you know. I, bro, my girl, my girl and my kids, they like to go to the Pomona County Fair. Mm-hmm. All right. And so this time I usually don't go with them. But uh, this year I went with them and um, I was like, man, why, why are we pay, why are we paying for this love? I'm telling my girl, like, babe, why are we paying for this shit? Like, we moving like cattle. I mean, this yeah. shit is jam packed, bro. And to this day, bro, I'm 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 honestly I'm uncomfortable with it, bro. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable with just being packed. And then we're getting in lines. We're moving like cattle to get in one line, to get in another line, to get in one line, bro. Mm-hmm. And my anxiety levels, bro, I have a good grip on them now. And so it's easier for me to be in these environments, bro. But before, 
Nah, bro. You know what? I'm actually a lot better. I remember the conversation. I'm way better actually than I was back then. When I when we did that, what was it? Episode 58? 58. I was I was struggling, bro. Like I I I would have these crazy episodes, bro, where I feel like my dang heart's about to blow up, bro. Like I you know what I mean? I can't breathe, bro. I start tripping, bro, mentally. Um but now good bro it still tries to creep in but but i'm as far as that the anxiety i'm 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 pretty cool bro have you dealt with it without with any medication no i remember i i, I think i mentioned it when, when the last time uh, i i took i took the medication one time bro one day i don't know what they put in that stuff bro uh you mentioned the i think uh, xanax but not that it was some other stuff and that 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 stuff bro i believe it's straight poison bro it it made me start having Crazy thoughts, bro. Like yeah. tripping, bro. And well, I was like, you got to go through different medications to figure out which one is going to help yeah, you out. And and if you're not about that, bro, and you I, feel I was like, getting anxiety just thinking about taking the, the medication. Yeah, so then it's not for you, 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like me personally, like I've found something that has helped me cope yeah. with, you know, my past life, which is drugs and all the above, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways. Um, That's another element, bro, in our lifestyle. The, the lifestyle that we lived, right? is the the street life uh isolation prison all that stuff and then the drugs the drugs plays a role too bro the the drugs does something to you you know uh thank god for jail right because <laughs> when you're in there you're not really like i mean you can still do drugs in there but like out here you could just be on one bro for years yeah but in there you kind of take a break so so I'm glad that I had those little vacations, bro, because because it, it does. Well, the Lord saves, and so does prison. Time yeah. save, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, saves, you know, saves motherfuckers. Hey, you need a time out. But um, so this time, you had caught a case. You're getting ready to get out. You caught a case. Mm-hmm. How much time did you get on top of that? You know what, bro? They were gonna. They were trying to not strike. No, me wait. Out. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, they. They. I, no. You 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 getting released from the hole? There we go. That's where we're at, right? No, I got released from from Sadef uh, from from Corcoran. Okay, when they unlock you, they when they cracked the door, cracked yeah, the door, yeah. I, I got out, and uh, I I um, I don't know what I took, bro. What did I take? I took uh, I think a little train. I think I took like a train to Bakersfield, and then from there I think I took a, a Greyhound or something. Um, and then I right here to LA. I don't know. I don't know. I forgot where, bro. And then my sister picked me up, um, and and uh, I didn't have I, at that time, bro. I already had in my mind like I wanted to do good. I was kind of already kind of tired of of the lifestyle. Yeah. So I was trying to get away. I had I had nowhere. Else. I had a six o two Sacramento because they didn't want to let me move out the county, bro. I wanted to live with my sister in Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah. And they didn't want to let me, bro. So I had a 602 of them, and, and, and I basically told them, like, look, I'm trying to change. You guys are trying to keep me in the same environment. You know, parole is supposed to be about rehabilitation, right? I think by then they already had the CDCR, rehabilitation uh, yeah. part that they added later. And basically they had they couldn't say no, bro. Like, you know, I was pretty good at, at that stuff, bro, like writing. And, and, uh, and they granted it, and I finally moved out, but... Man, I was I was little by I was going back to the hood, bro. Every day, every day, you know what I mean. Driving, I was only out a month and a half, bro, until uh, February fourteenth, 
was the day that everything changed, bro. I went to go see my pro officer in uh, in Ontario, and uh, I remember walking in, and this girl, she was behind the, the, she worked there, right, one of the secretaries. I could feel, I could, I could like feel her, bro, like she was trying to tell me something, <laughs> and I'm like, run, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro, for real. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't catch it. Like I knew she was trying to tell me something, but I was just like, hmm. Let's take a break real quick, All right. and we're gonna tell what she was trying to tell him. Let's do it. We'll be right back, guys. Hoodstocks Podcast is also brought to you by Origin Bakery Equipment, your one-stop shop for all your bakery and equipment, restaurant equipment needs. Home-based to wholesale commercial bakeries, new and used equipment. Check it out. Follow them on Instagram at Origin Bakery Equipment LLC, or you can pull up on them in the city of South Omani at 10441 Rush Street. Peep game. If you need commercial bakery equipment, these are our guys, and now these are your guys for the best prices. Hey, tap in. Hoodstocks Podcast is also brought to you by Apish OG. Apish OG. Apish OG. Everybody say it with me. Apish OG. Follow them on Instagram at Apish underscore OG. You can buy it at OG Nation in the city of Maywood. Come get your flower edibles. One-stop shop for all your needs. Yes, sir. Hoodstocks Podcast is brought to you by Lux Tattoos. No, it's not me. It's Lux. Lux Tattoos. I don't tattoo, but Lux Tattoos. Follow them on Instagram at Lux, L-U-X-X, underscore, tattoos, underscore, A. A lot of these cats have gone Hollywood. They were raised in a holy, beautiful home, structured with all the beautiful things. Man, tattoos originates from the streets, so make sure you get tattooed from somebody that's from the streets. Lux Tattoos. Love you guys. We out. Shit just getting crazier and crazier, my G. The streets are undefeated. Not trying to promote violence, just saying protect your family. To anyone trespassing on one man's life, take note. The devil is alive and well, but so is God. Choose one. I stalk like a wolf. Pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face. I'm a problem for your ghost. I stalk like a wolf. Pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face. I'm a problem for your ghost. I've got a gun with me. Cause I'm ready for it all Mama told me I was gifted And I'm different from you all Yeah, 
Pick the shells up, turn the hell up. For everyone defeated, the streets will fail us. Mom and pop screaming, God prepare us. Sometimes water comes in sand. God made the deal, I shook his hand like a man. Lucky you, my son, wipe the blood off those hands. Father, Lord in heaven, I'm a martyr to the brethren. I'm a burden to the reverend. Searching for significance, my spiritual endeavors. Every day I'm tested, every day corrected. My hands are in the air, God bulletproof, test me. Resurrect my senses. Those were never bored, Lord, take me to your chamber. Teach me a ways out of love or with anger. I feel disgusted. As I all up this musket People taking lives out of ignorance is busted They shooting up schools Father with felonies, I got everything to lose I stalk like a wolf, pray I don't shoot Muzzle on your face, I'm Apollo for your ghost I stalk like a wolf, pray I don't shoot Muzzle on your face, I'm Apollo for your ghost I've got a gun with me Cause I'm ready for it all Mama told me I was gifted And I'm different from you all Forgotten soldier, I'm just a victim of war. It was the cans of Jack Mack that I ate on the yard. It was the welfare lines I was the proud of wait on. It was my little girl's neck wrapping umbilical cords. I carry on, cause glory weighed on no man. How I look, blaming you for the commitment I lack. You the type to keep a bitch after she fuck with your man. They try and kill the homie cause she gave up the ass. I walk in class, my style's elegant, I'm gangster. If it's making you uncomfortable, well, homie, get your cash up. Complain in the answer, go and pull to work. You got designer on, I got bliss that hurt for what it's worth. I don't hate on no man, but I'ma kill a motherfucker if he taking a stand. Not for the gang, but for the children that he left with no dad. Don't blame the devil where we from, Jesus died over a rap, motherfucker. I like a wolf, pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face, I'm a problem for your ghost. I stalk like a wolf, pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face, yeah. I'm a problem for your ghost. I've got a gun with me. I got a gun with I'm me. I'm ready for it all. Come on, little man, with that little fucking raincoat you got on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's game time, babies. It's game time. Read some of these comments. Let me read some of these comments. Hit that like. Shout out to Bambi. Bambi, I got a uh, Bambi. I have a hoodie for you. Shout out to all the single moms. Bambi, see what we got. Hit that like and that subscribe. Yes, IE Foo's packing a Lego gun. What do we got here? Fucking like Lego gun. I got, huh? I got fat laces on my K-Swiss. Let's go, man. Let's go. 805 Foo's got good two though, dads. 805. What? IE Foo's got their boyfriend's handprints yeah, tatted on their wrist. IE Foo's. Lucky gets free eyeliner from Oil of LA. Sometimes I want to get in but I don't want... I don't like, Lucky yeah. splashes toilet water on his face when, he gets, <laughs> when he's off to them shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> toilet water, baby. I was well, I was in the bathroom right now and you can hear the fucking rain coming down in that yeah, van in there. Tough, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking. I eat foods be riding down little thick, bikes baby. around the neighborhood. Let's go. We good to go? We good, Casey? Is, is, yeah, is Droops in here? Or? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's game time, baby. Let's go. Let's get it cracking, dog. Don't be game making time. these dudes wait. Shout out to bro. Straps. Cold-hearted tattoos in the chat. What up, Straps? See you, baby. Johnny was tapped in for a little bit. Johnny Johnny Chang? Yeah, Johnny Chang. Yeah, let's get Johnny right. Chang back, dog. Who's Johnny Chang? Huh? Johnny, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Chang Chang. Oh. Yeah. You know, one thing, last time I went with Johnny and he, I, I gave him, he, he, I mean, some money, bro, and he fucking short changed me. <laughs> <laughs> 
No? Oh, that's, the one? That's, pretty, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Nah, only Casey, only Casey uh, appreciates some of my fucking horrible jokes. Dad jokes. <laughs> no, they're good. Dad jokes. I got dad jokes. Crazy dad jokes. Because <laughs> um, I'm a dad, bro. So you go into the pro office, and the girl, the receptionist, you feel yeah. like she's trying to tell you yeah, something. Yeah, bro, and I just didn't catch it. I, I would have been gone, bro. Were you high? <laughs> nah, I was, I was sober, bro, but... I, I, I didn't know, bro. I, I was just like, man, like, like I knew she was trying to say something, but I, I didn't even trip, bro. So anyhow, I walk in, uh, I walk into the to the room, bro, and, and there was like, right away I knew, bro, there was like five, six people in there. Usually, it's, you know what I mean, just my PO, bro. <laughs> and yeah. it was, it was uh, you know, it was it was um, two homicide detectives. It was the my PO, the guy that runs the office. Uh, and uh oh and the detectives no the detectives and then the sheriffs i think two sheriffs and uh and they they started trying to question me bro they started trying to question me about this this case it was a 10 year old murder bro that happened right there in, in rosemead and uh you know they they 10, was, 10 years old it was a 10 year old this was in 2008 and the case happened the, the crime happened in 98 Wow, it was a ten-year-old. And case so there, there's no, there's no, uh, what is the, what is it called? There's no statute of limitations for a murder. Yeah, for that, murder. the only thing there's no statute of limitations for murder, right? Yep. Okay. So, you know, um, I, I, they, they basically, you know, and I've, I've mentioned it before, bro, but, but uh, they try to break me. You know what I mean? They try to break me, bro, and and they, it wasn't just me. The the names that were involved. Um, there was other people that, that were already incarcerated for that same case. And, uh, you know, I, I they were trying to get me to, to, you know, flip and all that, bro. And, and uh, you know, that wasn't happening, bro. So they, they threw the cuffs on me and they drove me straight to the Temple City Sheriff's from right there, from the from the Ontario office, bro. And, and uh, man, that was one of the horriblest feelings ever, bro. Well, so when it comes to being, when it comes to one being interrogated by, obviously there's a couple different agencies right there, right? Or different segments in the law enforcement, right? Because yeah. it's entities. basically just all, what's that? Different entities. Entities. Thank you, Rick. Um, what, 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 what would one, like how was the interrogation? Like what were they doing, bro? They, they're so trying to get they you to try break. To, they try to kind of sweet talk me first yeah, and, and uh, say, oh, you know, you're, you're not under arrest. You're not in trouble. This and that, uh, but we know that you know you were involved in this. Whoop de whoop, and and uh, you know without getting into too much detail, they they try to turn me against one of my older homies, bro, and and uh, and, and that was pretty much it. And then when I was like, I don't even know him, which I didn't, bro. I didn't even know him, and and uh, they were like, all right, well now, you know. You're getting close to to uh, you know being under arrest. We're, we're you know we we know we know this we know that this guy already said this whoop de whoop and I'm like, look man I don't care what anybody said. <laughs> so they're like arrest unarrest. Yeah, it's on you. What yeah. do you want yeah, it to yeah, be? Yeah, pretty much. And a lot of cats would be like, that's easy. Yeah, unarrest. Yeah, not a lot of cats. And there I was mean, a there was a lot of well nowadays yeah. Twenty twenty three. But 
there was a lot more, bro. They'd be, like, they'd be like, 2023, they, I'm sorry for, they, they, uh, 2023, they'd be like, uh, let me call my lawyer 6ix9ine real quick yeah. and see what he has to, <laughs> see, what, <laughs> see what advice he has to give me, you know? Yeah, it, it was. I had to squeeze that in, sorry, yeah. bro, go ahead. <laughs> it was just, you know, uh, uh, there was a lot more, like I said, in between um, that, that they try to hit you with, bro. They met, They said a lot of stuff, bro. Threw a lot of names out there, all that stuff, bro. But, but um, you know, I, 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 you already know. I already know the game, bro. You didn't bite. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't like, bite. You and know. by the, by this time, I mean you were G in the game, baby. Yeah, like that. You know, that, that wasn't the first time I had been in that situation. Interrogated. Yeah, they they had they had went to prison actually to try to question me about that same. Same they case. Had, they they would take me out of the yard, bro. Because like I said, it was a ten year old case. They would take me off the yard. You know, like. Uh, uh, like pull me out into a, an office where I don't even know where I'm going, bro. And then boom, detectives are there, you know, where they try to question me, bro. And, you know, so it was, I already knew that my name was involved in all that, bro. So uh, they, they, they arrested me, bro. They arrested me and, and that was it. Spent the next five years in the, in the LA County jail. Five years fighting that murder case in LA County jail. Yeah. How did you spend it? Man, bro, there was so much that happened. Uh, uh, I mean, I represented myself for three and a half years, bro. Um, I was pro per, and uh, that was that was my life in there too, bro. Like, aside from fighting the case, you're in there, bro, just living. You know what I mean? Surviving and and uh, and just doing what we do, bro. You know, and and or what we used to do, but but um. It was it, it was just so much, bro. So much that went in uh, to that situation where, where uh, you know, relationships, um, you know, letdowns, bro, going to different courts, um, just studying, bro, studying to, to, to get out of that situation. Let me get a better understanding, brother. So there's already dudes that are already doing time for this murder. Is that correct? Yes. At the time. There was one that that had already pled guilty to the case. Okay, but they're not. But the DA is not satisfied with that because nah. they feel like there's more dudes involved, and so they, they got a hard on for this particular case. Yeah. And there's somebody within homicide detective within the DA that is still pushing the issue. Mm-hmm. There's probably family involved that say, nah, 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 maybe witnesses or something. No, you, you still haven't got all the dudes. There's, because cause a lot of times, I can't say a lot of times, bro, but I'll say this, bro. Sometimes when they get a conviction for a case, they'd like, in L.A. County, bro, they like to they just put it on the shelf, case, mm-hmm. case closed. But this case is a little different. Yeah. That 10 years later, they're still pushing the issue on this case to yeah. snatch up supposedly the rest of the dudes that are supposedly mm-hmm. allegedly involved in this case. You are one of them. So you're five years in the county, bro, fighting this case. Okay, you went pro-per, but let's, I, I, you told this story before, bro, but for the people that haven't heard this story, let's let's go through it again. Are you okay with yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, because I, th- I think it's interesting, bro. Um, You get busted. Where are you at in the county, first time? So... I started out, um, of course, in Men's Central Jail in the county county, and then I ended up in Wayside, I believe. And then uh, from there, uh, I remember I had went pro per, but it takes a while for them to grant your pro per status. And what is pro per for the cats that don't pro-per know? Pro per means 
you're a self-represented uh, defendant where you want to be your own lawyer. Um, and I actually had a couple attorneys, but they were no, excuse me, they were no good. My my, I remember my mom, she got me an attorney, um, but she, she only gave her a little bit of money, bro. So at first she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to got this strategy, this and that. And then uh, she started switching up on me. Um, I actually think that the DA turned her, bro, and because her old demeanor flipped, bro. Dude, the DA so, turned your mom against no, you. No, my the, the 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 lawyer I had. Oh, she was shit. a female. She was a female. Yeah. And uh, and her whole demeanor changed, bro. Like like as far as representing you. Yeah, and, and I I felt it, bro. I was like, man, hey, you know what's up with you, man? What, what, you know, I thought we had all this strategy and this and that, and 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 she just. Switched up. I believe that the DA probably, who knows, bro? They they all know each other. Like yeah. they, they talk, bro. Yeah, they they yeah. you know do lunch together and all that. So something probably happened where, you know, they convinced her to just say, hey, you know, leave this. You know, this, we need this guy or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so. So she was she was getting ready to take the money from your mom. She did and, take some, yeah, and dump truck on you in the courtroom. Yeah, I think because the money wasn't right, and plus something probably happened. I'm just, you know, uh, uh, guessing because uh, I'm kind of going off of of what I believed at the time. The money wasn't right, and probably something happened in the in the in the, in the background that I didn't know about. So anyhow. I, I had to fire her. It's called, you know, firing your attorney. I let her go, um, and I went pro per. And then uh, uh, I remember being in Wayside, bro, being in the hole in Wayside, and I was happy, bro, because they 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 uh, they told me roll it up, bro, going from to the, the county. Huh? Yeah, they yeah. told me you're going to the county. I was happy, bro, because you've been the hole in in, uh, in Wayside in, in Supermax. Yeah. That's the worst hole you could be in, bro. Like it's like a straight dungeon, bad. bro. Yeah. Like you get no action right there. Yeah, no, no action. It's, it's sad, lonely. It's sad. Yeah. No, you can't it's even have a bad. pencil. You can't even have a pencil, bro. I remember that's where I first started uh, writing like poetry, rhymes, and stuff on a, on a, a, a toilet paper wrapper. Remember, you know the toilet paper wrapper that green. The, yeah, the, yeah. I remember that was the first time I ever wrote something with the little pencil that I, I had the trusty. Sneak me in. I bro. used to write on the walls with shit, my own <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> so yeah, bro. <laughs> um, I was I was I was pretty happy, bro, that they cracked my door open and uh, they took me back to the county. I believe pro per back then was twenty seven hundred, twenty five hundred, um, and it's a single cell, and and that's that's pretty much where where it all started, bro. It's still mainline, but it's just a pro per module in the three thousand floor. And you have, uh, talk about jailhouse lawyers, bro. I mean, you got some really knowledgeable dudes in there. Yeah, there's a lot, bro. There's a lot of guys that they do their homework and, and they, they're they fighting for their lives pretty much, bro. Like, they're, they're you know what I'm saying? They're, they're uh, fighting for their lives. And so I had to do the same thing, bro. I, I had to start learning, bro, case law. Case law is basically uh, um, cases that, that like, uh, legal cases that have, happened in the past you find things that are similar to your uh case and you start studying that you start studying that you start uh lacing yourself up reading law books uh penal codes uh they crack your door open every day for the law library you go to the law library they have a little computer a little screen and you just go in there your time's limited so you go you find what you need you write it down and i had what they call a legal runner which was my ex 
and they're able to bring you stuff to the county like paperwork. So I used to I used to get stacks of of stuff, bro. And then I'll take it back to my cell and just read, bro. You know, I had I had that's all I had was time, right? So I'd just be reading, bro, reading, taking notes. I used to have so many notebooks, bro, just filled up with stuff. So I I learned my whole case. Um and and uh, you know, and I, I started uh uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, uh, litigating my own case, bro. You know, um, but it was a crazy experience because the judge that uh, I was under—it started out in Pasadena Court, but they bonded us from Pasadena Court to CCB because uh, they didn't have the security for us. Would that yeah. be like a change of venue or something like that? It—they—they it, it, <coughs> they did it on their own because it ended up being straight blessing, bro. But yeah. they did it on their own because. The security for us there was three of us that were going to court and and uh there was there was uh me and then the my other two co-defendants were in high power and and they didn't have the security at pasadena court to be able they wanted to make they wanted to they, they had to do too much basically to, the to, to move all these the transportation yeah. everything so ccb they're a lot more uh, uh i guess seasoned in that so uh, it's a lot bigger they already you know kind of they have the 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 manpower and all that to be able to do it. So I ended up at CCB. Um, I believe it was court, it was a, a 107, bro, with Judge Bowers. He was an older black guy. Um, and that guy, bro, he was, he was, he was bad, bro. He was, he was, he hated me, bro. I felt that he straight had a heavy dislike for me, bro. Um, because I mentioned it before, when you're pro per, they don't like that. You know, they don't like someone that's, you know, from the streets, you know, gang member, you know, tatted up, all this, and, and you're in there popping law at them, you know what I mean? And, and try to try to use, lace up the record and using all these case laws and all this stuff to where um, they went to law school, you know what I'm saying? They paid their dues, and so they try to do everything they can to dissuade you from being pro-per. And this guy used to play these little mind games, bro, these little psychological warfare little tactics he used to use against me um and it was tough bro it, it was real tough to to be able to like what, what kind of shit would he do so he would he would like interrupt me like i'll i'll, I'll start citing some case law or something and he'll like interject and he'll like say little like little things to try to uh uh try to get you try off to your get game, me huh? yeah and then try to get me like to just to try to prove to that, get you, upset, that, you, that you're out of your league to get angry yeah he'll be like well what are you People don't understand, though, like, uh, nobody wants us free more than ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we're going to read all that, anything that got to do with our case, anything that we could think of that, exactly. that can help us with this stuff. We're going to read everything that got to do with it. We're and, not skipping nothing. We're reading all that And you that know shit. what? They That's exactly uh, the case, bro, because I'm not, like, boasting or nothing, but I was on it, bro. Like I, I was on it, and I was prepared. Every time I went in there, I knew what I was gonna say, why I had to say it, when I have to say it, um, and they don't like that. Who you know taught you to do that, though? I taught myself, bro. You taught yourself. Yeah, you, you teach yourself. You 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 soak up game. Um, of course, when you're in pro per, you you lace each other up. There was a lot of uh, brothers, black guys that that I used to, uh, you know, get close to, bro. Hey. Ask questions, uh, even homies, bro. Like homies that were, that were already there. Did you uh, have any paralegals helping you out with any of the stuff too, or no? I I used to call. Uh, I had a. I actually had one that I kind of hired for for 
only to to get out of that courtroom. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing. I think I mentioned this but the last they, time. They bring you a lot of different stuff too, right? Because so, well, they got insight on different cases that can help you with that kind of stuff. Well, I had I was I had my legal runner, right? So okay. I would find out what I need. I'll, I'll she'll bring me everything. But the paralegal, I used this this uh, uh, girl to help me draft up a motion to get out of that courtroom because that dude was violating my my constitutional rights, bro. Yeah. Like he, he was already I was already set to almost go to trial and I had I was nowhere close to even being ready, being ready bro. Yeah. Like I never even planned on going to trial by myself without a lawyer. But you know, uh, uh, I, I, I was I was trying to go through the motions. I was trying to get my case dismissed because they they arrested me with a fake uh, arrest warrant. And, oh shit! And so I was attacking <laughs> I was attacking that that arrest warrant, bro. Yeah. I found out a lot of stuff. They didn't even have a, a supporting affidavit. Anytime you have an arrest warrant, there's something called a supporting affidavit. Yeah. There was none. It didn't exist. Wow. And I and they I was, gotta show why. They so it was, yeah, and it has to be signed by a judge. It, it has to yeah. be stamped. So it was illegal. It was illegal arrest. Yeah. So why are we moving forward on a? Why are we moving forward? So I was kidnapped. It's yeah, like the yeah. fruit <laughs> of a poisonous tree, right? Well, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. exactly what. Yeah. So so all that started happening, bro. Um. Yeah, shit. that's a good, that's a case law, bro. I forget yeah. what it's called, uh, uh, but but the case law, <laughs> but but yeah, bro. So I, I started um um uh, uh, attacking that. It's called attacking the veracity of the of the of the uh, arrest warrant, and and they 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 didn't like that. I was uncovering stuff that wasn't supposed to be uncovered, and and um, and so I started going through all these 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 motions, bro. So so uh. uh uh, where was that? So anytime you're showing why their shit is illegal mm-hmm. on you, they hate that. That's the thing. He wasn't allowing me to 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 basically litigate my case. That's like right, yeah. you know, and and another thing, there was things missing from the record. The stenographer, I don't know if he was telling her to do it or she was doing it on her own, but she was keeping things off the record. You know, it's all about lacing that record. Because uh, what I mean by lacing the record is, is when you're in court, there's someone typing and they're recording everything that's being said in that courtroom, and so when you're saying certain things uh, in that court, I can hear some background. Okay, we're good. So, so yeah, it was your fucking. Fault. I don't know how that I don't know how that happened. You're like, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I got background over right, here, sir. <laughs> so, My bad. So, uh, uh, anytime you're trying to do that, um, you, you, there's a reason why you're why you're putting that on the record. So, I stumbled upon uh, 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 one of my proceedings where I seen that there was my arguments were missing. From yeah. the record, yeah, and so I I put a motion to to uh for all I requested all my prior proceedings from from every court date I had there, and and uh and and I got it granted, bro. When I got that paperwork, I noticed that all my arguments, not all, but the the a lot of the main chunks, bro, where I was where I was you know lacing up the record, it was missing, bro. Wow, and and. Uh, and so that's when I hired that paralegal to help me get out that courtroom. And 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 for those who who don't know, you you can't just up and leave a courtroom. Like it doesn't matter what's going on. 
it's very hard to get out of a courtroom, bro. That ended up being like a straight miracle, bro, that happened in my life that 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 if I didn't get out of that courtroom, I wouldn't be right here having this conversation with you, you know? Yeah. Um so so yeah, bro, that was that was that was a a, a big a big uh, uh thing and even getting out of Pasadena court. If they didn't if that didn't happen, it was a lot, lot of little things that happened that that kind of led to eventually where I'm at now, you know? And so you 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 spoke on while you were fighting this case. You had a couple of your homies who were fighting the same case and they were in high power? Yeah. Did I, you en- ever end up in high power? Yeah, I ended up in high power um uh I don't know what year. So I got busted 2008. I think I ended up in high power probably like in 2010 maybe. And what consists of high power? Why do they call it high power they in call LA it College? high power because uh you're basically um, a, a high, I want to say profile, but but you're a high security risk to the jail for whatever reason. Um, but I ended up there. I ended up there because I was uh, going through uh, in the county. There was a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, I won't get too much into that. But but there was there was a lot of things going on um, to where you know. My name started popping up, you know, on not just my name, but a lot, a lot of homies' names, and and uh, and they ended up snatching a lot of us up, and and taking us to 1750. There's two high powers. There was 17. I don't know how it is now, but back then it was 1750, and then you got the 3000 floor. I ended up in 1750, um, and that's actually where I stayed, bro, for the for the next like I don't know two and a half three years. And so when you're in. 1750 at the time, high power. Um, what kind of caliber uh, inmates are they keeping on these on these rows, these tiers? You got everything from um, uh, uh, like death penalty cases, um, any high profile cases, anybody that's maybe uh, been involved, you know, in the mainline with 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 different stuff that they don't want going on. They'll snatch you up. Uh, 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 celebrities, you know what I'm saying? Were uh, there any celebrities in there while you were there? Yeah, there was. There was a. Um, I think uh, not on my role. They keep them on a different role, which is like a, we would consider it a, a no good role. But but it's it's a, a F role where they had like uh, I think Suge Knight, um, DMX, that dude that that uh, GMX was there for a couple of days. Uh, um, the guy that got busted for for uh, uh, killing or Mendez brothers. They were probably there before too, but but um, the the what's uh, Michael Jackson? What's that guy? Oh, Conrad Murray, Conrad Murray, um, Lenny Dykstra, my boy. Shout out to Lenny Dykstra. He's an ex uh, Major League Baseball player. That was my boy, bro. He he didn't even want to be on that on that f on that role. He he requested. He's told him, nah, I want to go with with the regular guys, <laughs> and they put him with us, bro. Did they? Yeah, Lenny oh, Dykstra. That's how he ended up being my boy, bro. But why would he want to be, why would, I mean, it's, he's a Major League Baseball player. He's got no ties to the streets. Why would he not want to be in a in a? There's a lot of weirdos. There's okay. a lot of weirdos, you know what I mean? There's 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 probably, uh, uh, aside from high, uh, 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 celebrities, there's probably, uh, ra- not probably there was rape. As a matter of fact, that dude, uh, the, oh yeah, what was his name? Uh, uh, um, the 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 Grim Reaper, Grim uh, Sleeper, whatever. I was about to, was about to mention him. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He was there. Um, uh, so he he was in there for some weird old yeah. stuff, right? Raping. Yeah. And they got killing, other stuff, killing probably, prostitutes or some shit. Yeah, but he was doing he was raping them yeah, too, yeah, I think. Yeah. 
And then you got a, a child molesters probably, uh, uh, just, you know, uh, uh, rats, you know, stuff like that. So he didn't want to, he didn't want to, um, uh, he knew enough not to want to be, you know, I guess there housed with, with, with those kinds it's of within people. Within that company. Yeah, so yeah. he ended up with us on G-Roll. I was on probably every row except F-Roll in 1750. I ended up on G-Roll. G-Roll is a place, it's, it, at the time it was the worst, probably the worst of the worst place you could be because that was a, it was in 1750 but it was isolated from the rest of 1750 and it was the only place that had cameras right in front of your cell so they're watching you 24 7 why why would they why so this is different than all other high power mm -hmm. and so it sounds to me that these individuals are in this role that have to have a camera right in front of them are <laughs> very very high profile individuals yeah I mean, why would they, why, if you're in a single cell, why would you need a camera in front of your cell? They, I don't know, bro. I, I think they just wanted to watch your every move. I think um, it's, oh, my bad. Would they, wanna, like, would they want to learn your habits? I mean, is the court documenting this shit? I, I, would, I would believe so, bro. I believe, I believe so. What were you going to say? I think it's high power, like, probably, like, um, like high, uh, high risk because maybe they want to, like, commit suicide or some shit. Um, they, it's not suicide, uh, bro, right? I, be, nah, I believe that, that they, were, they, they wanted to just keep a close eye on everything that we did. And another reason they put there, maybe it's, maybe it's because of this. Because I ended up, the reason I ended up there is because uh, I, was, I was fighting the sheriff's on that paperwork because they came in and they try to make it and turn it into a shoe. They try to make 1750 into a shoe. They took uh, a lot of our rights, bro. They took even our visits, bro. They took our, our mail. They took a lot of stuff. And I was one of the main dudes pushing the paperwork. Um, and I had an incident with the sheriffs. And 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 uh, 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 shortly thereafter, they put me on G-roll. Uh, and so, I'm thinking conspiracy that's conspiracy theories would say that they that that, that that those cameras are in are in tuned with DA maybe bro. Oh, I was thinking I, I would that's what I believed. I believe. I that mean, even if a motion brought, I'm, I, I apologize for cutting you off, bro. But even a motion was brought up using that type of shit, bro. I mean, it wouldn't I, be valid, I, right? I believe nah, but I believe for 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 uh, 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 intelligence purposes, I believe that that those cameras were connected to some type of agency, some type of alphabet agency, right? And they were just studying us, you know? And and uh, that's what I believe that they would, were. Would you move different? Oh, when you got moved to that, yeah, that tier, bro. Yeah, but you bro. know how to maneuver. But, but So you would, you would move different because, damn, yeah, bro, course. that's got to, like, Talk about an invasion of privacy, bro. And we're talking about the littlest privacy that you can have in a system, bro. Yeah. It's a one-man fucking cell, and you're locked in there fucking, what, 23 hours, bro? Lucky all day. To, all day, right? 24. 24 hours. Lucky to get a shower once a week, maybe, whenever they call showers. And the shower's right there, like, right next, like, right on the tier. Like, it's a cell. <laughs> so, yeah, bro, I, I, I thought that they were... Um, doing that bro like i said for intelligence purposes like watching us studying us learning our conversation the conversations we would have on the tier um stuff like that bro and and uh 
even even you know there was times where i used to be uh on one bro like we would we would you know we would go on one in there and even and and then bro i would go on these crazy trips i'll be like i'll be even looking deeper into it bro where you would see like freeway freddy yeah. and i'll be like man this fool probably got a camera you know what i mean like this, fool, this, this fool's on some on some recon you know what i mean like like uh crazy stuff like that bro but i believe definitely they were they were watching us i didn't even drink their their water bro anybody that knows me that was in there with me knows for for like the last three years bro i never drank that county water i thought they were trying to drink a lot of water i i thought they were trying to uh yeah i thought they were trying to you know get rid of me bro <laughs> i thought they were trying to do you know what i mean like slowly you're talking uh, you about know. the water from the faucet yeah from the faucet yeah wow yeah and uh, uh so i used you to didn't drink in the store you can you can buy you can buy water now okay so i used to tell like homies i used, I used to trade them store for water you know or or wow yeah so so and i would ration it but now nah, i was on a whole nother trip bro because i really thought that they were trying to get rid of me bro because because uh you know how does I, it feel to be in that mind state bro that you right you righteously like you can put that on something you can put that on god that you righteously yeah. felt this oh yeah yeah no nah, yeah I, you I, felt this how does it feel to be in that mind state and be living like that bro what does that do to you it's a whole nother trip, bro. It, 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 it's definitely not normal. <laughs> it's not normal, bro. Did other dudes feel like that? That were next to you, uh, selling, um, I mean, next door neighbors. And... Honestly, bro, I never had that that conversation. So I, this is within. You don't have so, so, yeah. so this was within your two years then. Yeah, this is something that I. And it was was it something that you would be ashamed of to to express this to neighbors? And we're talking about neighbors that are potentially high profile dudes that can see that as a weakness, maybe. Not ashamed of, but but just probably something that. Uh, yeah, someone might be like, "Oh, this fool's tripping." Yeah, you know, he's ready to check out. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But yeah. nah, I I I wouldn't. I, it, it was just something that I, cause see, I at that time I considered myself. I was into a lot of the revolutionary stuff. I was into a lot of uh, Black Panther stuff. Uh, you know how they, the, you know Malcolm X, a lot of that stuff where they came in and and they destroyed them from within. And so I was on that trip where maybe an individual like mm -hmm. myself or anybody, bro, that they might see that like he can be a threat. They're gonna try to get rid of you, type of stuff. So that's why my mind wow. was like that, you know. That's heavy, dog. Yeah, that's heavy, bro. And I, I still feel that 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 exists, bro. I believe that to this day, uh, even someone like yourself, like someone that has influence, um, there's definitely people watching, bro. And there's definitely, uh, uh, you know, things going on that that are probably unspoken that we probably, but. You know, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that, bro. Like I'm even even then, bro. Like I'm, you know what I mean. My life's in God's hands, bro. I, I don't look at it like that anymore. No but it's it's a trip that you bring that up, bro. But you know, I'm not afraid of that either. And I'll tell you why yeah. I'm not afraid of that, bro. It's because I feel like ultimately, even though sometimes the lines get a little blurry, bro, I'm doing this for the benefit yeah. of us, bro. Providing yeah. a service, bro. That's all this I see. This is therapy it. right here. This is therapeutic, bro. I seen it like, like, hey. If, and if, that gives me comfort, bro. Yeah. That gives me comfort, bro. I can sleep at night and not be paranoid, bro. And like, bro, I know why I'm doing the hood stocks. Yeah. I'm trying to do it for the betterment of us, bro. Yeah. And, and, you know? and how you can look at it like you're doing something that maybe others can't do and you're doing it with purpose. Um, so I kind of looked at it like that, like, like, hey, I, I'm, I'm, 
you know, uh, 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 I guess being a, um, uh, uh, I don't know how to, how to say it, but like, I don't want to use the word sacrifice, but that's how it is, bro. Like, like there's, there's men, you know, great men that have came before us that have kind of set a, a foundation where, um, they sacrificed, bro, even with their own lives, um, to, to, to kind of pave the way, change the world and, and do, do something that maybe they, they were, they called to do or, or something with, with, with purpose, bro. Like even someone like a, like a Martin Luther King or even like a Cesar Chavez or like even some un, unheard of names, bro, where they, 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 they definitely made a, a, a push in, in a direction that, 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 that needed it, bro. And it made it better for those that came next. You know? Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And it's not like to say like both feel like, oh, I feel like, oh, the chosen one, like not, not stuff like that. But I definitely knew that um, the, the influence, I guess, that, that I had, I, the way I am, the way I, I've always been, the way I am. And, and uh, I know that, you know, there's been times where I could be that voice where maybe others, you know, they can't articulate certain things and they just don't have that in them. Not, not that they're weak or anything like that. It's just that that's not them so you know there's there's god made us all a certain way bro for a purpose right so that's why that's how i kind of felt and i've always been like that bro i want to ask you a question bro so from being like on a regular tier of just regular mainline cats right inmates mm -hmm. convicts and then the what's the difference from that and then being on a 1750 with cameras in front of yourselves and having that caliber of individuals side by side of you is that a big difference yeah that's definitely a big difference bro because there's different conversations being had on different intellect different intellect the the whole setting is different um a lot more respect uh and and don't get me wrong it's not like all super you know super serious like we're still ourselves bro like i i've always been myself but but yeah, it, it's definitely different than like, you know, a regular mainline where, you know, you could get away with a little bit more, you know, be a lot more loose than you would, you know, uh, when, when you're in a setting like that. You're a lot more conscious, you know, you're a lot more conscious. Yeah. And that and, and consciousness creates control of, the, of your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, mm -hmm. which... Uh, a lot of cats don't have, including myself at one point in time, and still to this day sometimes, right? Yeah. You know, and control is, is huge, and you can learn a lot of control within yourself right there because you know one wrong word mm. could potentially, you know, put you in a, you know, in a, on a certain side of yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. It's interesting, bro. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but I, I sometimes I try to look into certain things like this deeper, than what I'm capable of doing, right? That my intellect allows me, but I'm like, fuck, I wanna be in here and I wanna understand this. You know, I wanna really understand this, you know? Because it's, it's it, the, the, the psyche, man, of ourselves is just such a crazy, like, it's like a Rubik's Cube. It's the like, trip, a, yeah. it's, <laughs> bro, it's like the Matrix, like trying to figure this shit out, you know? And to master one's, mind or sense or, or, or just being able to understand things is just like it's still beyond myself bro but like i hope to one day get there a little bit um yeah. but so that's why i always think of things 
bigger than my intellect. But anyways, um, so you're in this environment. You're pro per. You're fighting your case. You're there for five years. Where are we at from there? So I went to, okay, so at one point, I know that I can't go to trial on my own. I don't. I had no desire to, <laughs> even though I, I I learned a little bit about the law. Um, I knew that I, I I just I didn't see myself going to trial by myself, bro. I needed some representation. So at the time, I I started interviewing all the top lawyers from L.A. Like all the main names that you guys probably heard of, like Andrew Flyer, Bill Pittman, Alex Kessel, Doug Sherry. Uh, um, Nah, I never heard of that guy. Um, <laughs> KingTongLawyer.com, baby. Uh, he was a DA, dog. Yeah. Um, what was the other name? Uh, Garagos. Yeah, Mark uh, Garagos. Yeah, all of those guys, bro. All those guys. He said Pittman. Pittman, yeah. Bill Pittman. Pittman. Um, yeah, I almost hired him, bro. Kessel, Kessel, yeah, that's, that ended up being my lawyer, bro. Okay. Um, and and what's the trip is I didn't have no money at the time, bro. I was I was just going on. <laughs> I was going on faith, baby. You, you know what I mean? Like, you got like three. They thought, hey, the name. they didn't know that. Hey, like, we got this. We got Trip this. Out. They didn't know that. Yeah, I, no, I would have known too if you pulled up on me all studious <laughs> like that, bro. I'd be like, bro, this fool got deep pockets. Hey, <laughs> and they had to come visit me, bro. Like they they hadn't they had to come visit me. Like I would write them letters or I'll call, uh, give them a little brief, you know, synopsis of, of my case and, and uh, my bad because a lot of fools don't share their their shit that they study with them because a lot of fools don't have shit to share. They don't have yeah, and so I had I had the whole foundation, bro. Yeah. Like I had it all bre- broken down. So uh, I would question them though, bro. I would question them, and 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 ask them, you know, uh, how would they go about, you know, uh, litigating this case and 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 all that stuff. And then um, uh, I I had to you know ask also like as far as the finances, you know what I mean, like how much were, uh, most of them, bro. They were like in the hundred thousand range, um, but the only one, Alex Kessel, bro. He goes, well, you know what? He goes up. Uh, I don't know why goes, but I'll 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 take your case for thirty five thousand, and all you gotta give me is I think he said seven thousand. Is he from the SGV? Cause he takes a lot of homies' cases yeah, from. from so no, he's, he was from Encino, but he's LA all over. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the homies that I ran into were like from San Gabriel Valley. That had, had he's he's somewhere Kessel. else now, but but he's LA. Everybody yeah, knows him, right? Everybody but, knows him yeah. for sure. But he uh he, I was he, in the feds and know yeah he he, he did federal up, federal like, case law too yeah but he's bad bro he he uh um he he took my he took my case for thirty five G's and I only gave him like seven so I didn't have money bro and and uh, I guess we'll get a little bit more into that but but at this point I guess I could say you know uh, uh I you know I'm a man of faith bro I started you know just just praying bro and 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 you know asking for some help, bro. You know what I mean. And, and is this something that you've done before? Uh, what do you mean? Praying. Oh yeah, yeah. I had prayed. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've believed. I've been a believer all my life. But, but during this five years when I was in the county jail, there started being a, a change within me. Um, so my my faith definitely started growing. Um, and I had a lot of encounters, kind of like that, getting out of that courtroom. There's a lot that we kind of left out. Um, from from the story, but this was one of them. Is is that um, I I I knew that at the right time I was gonna get some representation that it was gonna come from something outside of myself, bro. Not not through my own strength, and so uh, someone provided that money, bro. Like, boom. 30. Somebody somebody provided the the seven racks. 
the thirty-five Gs. The thirty-five Gs. Not in one shot. Not in one shot. But they they agreed to help me pay this lawyer, bro. So and did an angel from heaven fall from the skies? You can can call it that. You can call it like something like it was something like that. But no, it wasn't an angel from heaven. But I believe it was. It was from from the Lord, bro. You know was, and I'm bro? not trying to be sarcastic, yeah. bro. Let me let me no, get no, that I, clear. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or sarcastic, bro. But I'm curious, bro. You prayed on it. You prayed on it. Was it a family member? Was nah, it somebody that you it knew? It was, I mean, 35 racks, homie. Yeah, it's not pocket I'll, change. I'll, I'll keep the name, you know, private. But it was definitely someone that I knew, and um, I believe that their heart was moved. Um, I'm not going to take the credit and say it was just because of, of prayer. I believe God has a plan, a purpose, and when he chooses to move someone's heart, he's going to do it, Whether you know what I mean? And so, But I do believe that my, my prayers were answered, and at the right time, boom, that person's heart was moved to help me, bro, and it ended up being playing a role in my eventual freedom. The stars aligned. Keep on talking, my so, so So that happened, bro. Um, I, I, I got blessed with that money. Um, he took on the case and, uh, he tripped out, bro. I think I mentioned this last time as well. I had my whole case mapped out, bro. Every single thing you need to know about that case. I had a, like a file. I had it all organized and I handed it straight to him and I broke it down. I said, look, boom, 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 boom. This is this, this is that. Um, and it's something that he would probably have to do, like have a paralegal, but I I had already did all that groundwork, so I handed it to him. <laughs> the cheat sheet. And he tri- he was like he he said that he not he never in his life had encountered that where something a so defendant, thorough a defendant did that, bro. Um and and uh, he which made it so much easier for him. Yeah, it made it a lot easier because we went to trial shortly thereafter, bro. It wasn't even that long after, um and and uh, and and so he, he you know he did his homework. He he learned the case. Uh, we had some, you know, visitations where, where we strategized how we're going to do it. Um, and uh, we went to trial, bro. We went to trial April of 2012. April of 2012. Um, picked a jury. And the trial lasted probably like, I don't know, like five days, something like that. Um, and uh, and it was he did his thing, bro. He did his thing. They only had one witness, the guy that. That was already in jail for that. He was in Calipat. And they they the the same homicide detectives that approached me when I got busted was the same guys that went to him. And uh he ended up doing what they wanted me to do. <laughs> so so he, he he was So he was in Calipat. Um you know he, he Is that your phone? No. Nah. It's my phone. It's my phone. It's okay. um, Hold on, quick break. Quick break. Sorry, guys. I, pr- I apologize. Quick break. I got to pee, though. Sorry. And I don't want to miss the rest of the story. Sorry, I'm going to read some of these comments right here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's read some of these comments, Rick. We're talking shit. Oh, um. Where are we going? Where you so want to start at? Street TV bounced off the chat because he said he's trying to enjoy the show and everybody was racist. How are we racist? Ain't nobody racist. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. I don't know about that, bro. So people were telling him. Cool. Maybe the comments. Don't play some of victim. these dudes talk a gang of shit. Look, someone said Lucky wears a wire everywhere he goes. <laughs> 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 you said Lucky's jacket is a flotation device. 
He said everything is racist. What the heck are they talking about? I don't think they're talking about it's a comment. No, this one page street TV where they interview people. Oh, he said the chat is racist. Yeah, he said the chat is racist. That's not oh, Alex. street TV. That's, uh, Alex, Alonso, that's right? Alex, yeah. yeah. That's the first person I ever did an interview with. Oh, shit. Yeah. It seems pretty he dope. I'll holler at you later. Yeah. I eat foods where it looks. And they're all house. negative, all. All this yeah, shit. Yeah, the comments. They're <laughs> they going on each other, bro. Yeah, they talk shit to each other. They do all kind of shit. I got to take a leak. Six. One be short of a six. A lot of people. <laughs> 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 Am I really that, that uh, burnt out? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, no, you're burnt out, fool. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Everybody's I'm talking about, they're talking about you. Pancakes naked. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, pancakes <laughs> naked, dog. Oh shit, you're you're. Shit. Was my was it my, was it uh, muted yeah, the whole time? My bad, bro. It's muted, doggy. Damn, bro. Oh, so was Rick. Sorry though. Damn. I meant to mute you ours, us, bro, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, the yeah, whole time. Sorry, guys. Casey, start over. Whoa. Eagle Rock in the casa. Someone said Lucky's a cop. You wish. Lucky dude. is a cop. Yes. Fucking lucky, dog. He wish he worked three days a week. They got Florence in the house. Six fours. Six foes, baby. Whoa. Yeah. Yes, sir. I hope you guys are enjoying this right here, man. Lucky steals a cycle. Whoa. I mean, if it's enough to steal, I would steal them too. Hey, hey, so this is a good time to announce. Well, I've told people on the chat, so. Yeah, we've been going in, dog. Look, so we're going to have a show is going to be. Although Ricky has work at 3 a.m. tomorrow right now because the freeways are all fucked from this hurricane. Yeah, we're um, back at work, though. We're going to be going live. Myself, Droop, K9, and Nick Roulette Printing are going to be going live tomorrow or on Mondays at 8 p.m. And we'll be discussing current events. Um, going in, doing reactions, man. Hell yeah. Reactions, all right? Hell so tune yeah. In. I'm excited tune for Tune in that, on man. Monday. It's going to be fun. You, you, know, you, know, you know, bro, I am going to enjoy my day off, bro. Lucky going to be at <laughs> home I'm going to enjoy No, no, bro. I, I will tune in to probably most of them or as much as I can, bro. But I'm going to enjoy being home. And it's like almost like fruits of the labor, bro. Like you actually gonna be Lucky's actually gonna be uh you know uh be home, but he's gonna be missing out We're gonna be here having fun. Whoa, he's gonna be over there fucking cooking pancakes naked. Well, if I'm arguing with my lady, I'm gonna pull up, bro. But right than that, nah. Nah, I'd rather just you guys do your thing, me stay out the way. I would love if you were part of it because it would be fun. All of us just talking about that. But no, I get it. He wants to be Mr. CEO and wants to chill. It's not CEO, bro. It's putting cats in positions, dog, yeah. for them to be great and yeah. to work out the kinks in the game. And it's a growing process, bro. Like this has helped me grow so much, dog. Doing these fucking live podcasts and, and watching it back and being like, damn, all this time I thought that shit sounded cool. I've been saying this us. shit for years. No, they're gonna watch you guys, and Episode I'm gonna watch one, you guys. Dog. Episode, Episode one. one and what's the, what's the name? Name of the show? The Whoop Show. The Whoop Show. I want to say, uh, um, I love you, baby, and happy anniversary. Yesterday we we did our 10th anniversary. 
Bro, if you need a if you need a ride home, I'll give you a ride home, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, happy anniversary, Dom. Happy fuck with you, dog. Yeah, you and you going through some things at the crib, huh, fool? Hey, just don't hey, just don't be late tomorrow, fool. Yeah, fool, he's a kid, bro. He lives the bro. This is the only dude that lives like five minutes away from the fucking studio. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. He is late. He is he is late. Eighteen minutes every time, bro. If he shows up, you know what I mean. Whoa. <laughs> there you go, baby. Whoa. That's what I like about that dude uh, right there. We'll be here, sometimes we won't, I guess. You know Whoa. what? Uh, we're going to be here. You know Whoa. what? I'll, I'll say it like this K9 has put, put in so much work for this podcast, bro, that I'm just like. I can't tell this dude nothing. Like, this dude's been right here for the past few years, bro. You know what I mean? And and there's been times yeah, where man. I really needed somebody to be here. How'd you guys meet? And he was here. We we met on a, a dating uh, app, bro. <laughs> Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> it was on Tinder. I met him on Grinder, bro. You know what I mean? You, you were know? looking for someone with long hair. <laughs> long hair and tight cheeks, dog. You know what I mean? If you ever, if you have a uh, membership uh, for LA Fitness, if you ever see K9 at the fucking gym, bro, he only does one exercise, bro. Oh, God. What is that? I don't know, bro. I ain't going to get involved in this. What is that? <laughs> Casey, what exercises did he only do? He does cock push-ups. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, he does squawks. <laughs> Whoa. It's a squat on a cock. I just made that word up. Put it in the Urban Dictionary, hey, bitch. Fucking look, he was doing donkey kicks when I met him. <laughs> you guys are too vulgar, bro. You're feeling some sort of way, huh, dog? You just to something in, dog, huh? Demonetize. You see hey, don't worry. Don't worry, K-9. You could fucking talk shit all about it all you want tomorrow on the yeah. Whoop Show. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You know what, bro? Nothing I would love, bro, than to hear you fools oh, talk shit about me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the talk be shit about Lucky segment. Bro, that would be a good segment, bro. Episode one. We that would be because I, I have here. given you guys so much fucking information. Our bullets are, you know, what I mean. Oh, Anyways, we got bullets. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Jerry Bear, we're coming for you Jer-bear. tomorrow. Jerry Bear, Jerry Bear, this is Jer-bear fucking the bro. Jerry <laughs> Bear, the Jew. <laughs> oh shit, Fuck, dog! Dude. You know, bro, I feel I'm feeling these vibrations right here, baby. I mean, we all in sync right now, dog. This is yeah. I'm moving like a machine right now, baby. This is the way the whoop machine does it, dog. One more time, whoop. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so. <laughs> so you're Sorry about to about catch that. a life sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so you, your life's about to end. I mean, bro, how do we pivot from that to this, I bro? I'm so, I apologize, brother. No, nah, no, nah, you, you know, but this is the energy that we have in our sanctuary right here, brother. You know, what I mean, it's just love and it's respect, and it just feels good to be together right here. You know, um, yeah. Um, uh, I'm just sh- sharing emotions right now. <laughs> Feels good to be around these guys. Right? I always had sisters and I wanted brothers, and now it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, hey, William Levy. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. Yep. yep. So, so how was that judge? Now that you have an attorney, yeah. So now you're at your, 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 uh, you get, you get the salsa, dude. The, the, what is it? The queso, dude. So, so yeah, Alex Queso. So, good question, uh, Casey. Uh, I ended up getting out of that that courtroom, mm. and I ended up with Kathleen Kennedy. Shout out to Kathleen Kennedy. She was O.J. Simpson's preliminary hearing judge. Uh, 
and I ended up with her. She was supposed to be the worst uh, judge in CCB, bro. And I ended up there with in in, in that courtroom. But uh, you're fighting that case now. Uh, you're in trial. Yeah. Bro. Oh yeah, I was in trial. Yeah. You so beat was, the case. So yeah, no, no, I didn't beat it, bro. I was, I was, I went to trial and I lost. Wow. I went to trial and I lost. <sighs> what do you do with the Kessel dude? Yeah, he, he, um, you know, he, he did good, bro. He did good in, in, uh, in fighting the case, but they still found me guilty. You know, the evidence, they didn't have evidence, bro, but they, they definitely, you know, they, they definitely, um, uh, they found me guilty. I think they were influenced, and I said this before, <laughs> by the tattoos, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. Talk about the jury. The, they put pictures where the DA tries to show how much of a hardcore gangbanger you are. Yeah. And uh, and it definitely plays a role in, in their 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 uh, um, their 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 decision. You know, so. I, they deliberated only for like a day, and I already knew, bro, I was gonna be guilty. So they found me guilty, um, and immediately we filed for a retrial motion. We filed for a retrial motion, um, but that stretched from this was in April. That stretched all the way to January of 2013 until the motion got heard. So that was like a, I don't know, like a nine month span, something wow. like that. And so the whole time you're just basically just waiting in a cell. Yeah, I was waiting, praying. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there was once again, bro. There was a lot of of prayer that went into that. I had a lot of people, you know, interceding for me, bro. Even homies on the tier. Uh, I used to, bro. I used to pray for my DA, for my judge, bro. Um, and and uh, I had my hearing in January. I believe it was January 18th. Uh, and the judge heard the motion, the retrial motion, and she said that on 24 years in, in, on the bench, she never granted a retrial motion, but she said in this case, she has to do it according to the law, because there, <laughs> there was no evidence, bro. Under penal code 1111, penal code 1111, it says a, uh, a, um, Excuse a, me. a, a murder uh, conviction cannot be had unless there be sufficient corroboration or independent uh, evidence tying you to... In other words, there has to be more than just some dude saying that it was you that did it. There has to be corroboration, some solid corroboration or some type of independent evidence. There was none of that. They only had one other witness, uh, one other, not even a witness, one other person that testified in the case against me, but she testified everything that was opposite she testified the opposite of, of <clears throat> what he said. And so because of that, the judge found grounds to um, grant that motion in my favor. And so uh, that was the, now I was waiting for another trial. She basically overturned the conviction, bro. And I, it was like I never went to trial. I'm a little confused, brother. Uh, and I'm confused in the sense of this. She has never granted uh, a motion for uh, a new trial for, after someone gets found guilty. Okay. But because of the of the are the laws that you put forward to her, 
Yes, Penal Code Eleven Eleven. Insufficient. But so, so has nobody ever done that? Uh, what do you mean? Because why? No, I'm sure they have, but they probably had Lack evidence, evidence against them. They okay. probably had evidence. Okay. In so, my so, case, she, so she really looked into it. Yeah, in my case. Do you think w- they always look into it? Probably not. But but um, remember, there was like nine months in between, bro. There was nine months in between uh, us. Uh, well, we probably filed it. Probably, let me see, I got convicted April. We probably filed it like in May or June. And so you have that whole time span where she has the time to look at the at the at the motion, look at all the case law that to support that motion. Yeah. And she had a rule on it, bro. But but at this time you're convicted for the murder. I'm already convicted. How I'm, much time did they give you? They never sentenced me. You That's haven't sentenced. Okay. That's the thing. When you file a retrial motion, it prevents them from sentencing you and sending you upstate. Got you. Okay. So that's where I was kind of. Most people get convicted. A couple months later, get sentenced. Yes. Get sent upstate. So is is that is that kind of like um, like for cats? Man, I hope you're not in that situation, right? But is that for like? Do people not know about that? That they they no people they, know they, about they it. Miss it. People know and they, about it. it gets sentencing day before their shit gets processed in. Well, like, people know about it, but remember, most people don't have private attorneys. Most people uh, don't have that kind of action. And some of the attorneys, they might even say, "We're not going to file a retrial motion." They, they pretty much they got too much evidence on you, or whatever you want to call it. Like, who knows? There's so many people, but remember, the system. There's a lot of people that have been a uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, Sentenced unwrongly. Just railroaded, bro, all yeah. the way through. Yeah. All the way through where, you know, even if they got action, that action's not ever, you know, brought out because of the way the system has been. Let know? me ask you a question. What if everybody, it didn't matter if you had enough money or not, you were appointed a Doug Sherrod, a Pittman, a Castle dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What would there be a lot less dudes being sentenced to life? Is there oh, a lot yeah. of dudes doing life right now because Definitely. they had a public defender? Definitely, yeah, definitely. There's, there's, there's. I mean, I believe in the system. I, I, I'm. You believe in what of the system? I believe in in this system that there is good in the system, but, but there's a whole lot of bad, bro. I also. What would be the percentage if you can throw a percentage out there from the time that you know? The percentage as far as bad and good, and good and bad, yeah. Bad outweighs it probably by like, I would say eighty percent. So there's twenty percent good. I would say yeah. And you got the 20% good. I was one of those, yeah. God is good, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All the time. All the time. So, yeah, bro, that that was a... And like I said, that whole time, bro, I was was believing. Just like I believed for that attorney, I believed in my freedom. And I've mentioned this before. I never seen myself doing life. I knew I was going to get out. I knew in my heart I was going to get out because uh, when I first got arrested, uh, uh, the Lord basically put uh, like a promise in my heart, bro, that, that he was going to get me out eventually. And I mentioned the story before. Mention it again. All right. Well, I had I had like a divine encounter at the Temple City Sheriff's Station where I was going to commit suicide. I was going to hang myself, bro. I, I didn't see myself doing life. And um, I ended up, they cracked my door open. As I was planning it out, they cracked my door open. And I went and I talked to my mom. And my mom, it was like God spoke to me through her, bro. And 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 it, it was it was something like a 
it was it was just my mom passed away in 2020 but at the time she was uh uh the way she would respond every time i went to jail bro um was kind of negative and then this time it was like she goes she told me in spanish i'll never forget she goes mijo you know dios te va a sacar de aquí which means god is gonna get you out out of there he's gonna get you out of here and and it was like there was a shift in my thoughts in my whole consciousness that i just i was like whoa and and now that i look back i know that it was the lord bro that that kind of spoke to me through her and i went back to my to my jails to my uh cell and there was a bible on my on my bed bro and i remember cracking it open and i looked and it was like a it was a a, a scripture a verse that 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 just jumped right out at me and it had something to do with being free from jail like it had something to do with bars i believe i don't even know what verse it was but but it it all happened i believe by like it was a divine appointment and the whole thoughts of suicide were were gone bro and 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 uh and and from that point forward i always knew that i was going to get out of that situation amen let me tell you this bro let me ask you this excuse me my aggressiveness you were planning your suicide before yeah. they racked that door. Yeah. How does how how was your suicide planned? I was gonna I was gonna hang myself, bro, in the cell. With what? With the sheet. And and I already I already I well, know. I mean, it with the full weak. sheet, were you gonna cut the sheet? Yeah. What were you gonna do? Oh, just tie it. Tie it. They had these these bars on top where you could just just do it, bro. And I know it sounds weak, but at the time, I just. I was tired, bro. My mom was sick, and I just couldn't see myself fighting that case. But I was like, man. Because um, at this point in time, you've been out like five, six times. I, and I was only out a month. Remember, I had just did four years. I and did, you're I out just, for a month. I was only out a month, and now I'm arrested for murder. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Yeah. If you put that timeline together, bro, if you put that timeline together, I was arrested for I was I did time for four years. I did four years. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, guys. Okay, I did four years. I was out a month. Yeah. And w when you were out that month, where did you have thoughts of change? Yeah, like I said, when I got out in two thousand eight, my my thought process was already like, just do good. You know what I mean? Get a job. Okay. Move away. You know, do do good. Remember, I, I moved to Rancho Cucamonga, like six oh two them. That was, that's where my mind was at. So now I'm getting arrested for a murder. Yes, yes. So that, and, and and that that short, I mean, four years is not short, but I'm talking four years, one month. But I was tired. I was murder. in and out all my life. No, I know yeah. that, bro. But it makes a hundred. It makes sense, bro. Yeah. It makes sense. Defeat of a man at his lowest point, yeah. right? Bro, you were like, you're not on the dirt. You're below the dirt at this point, but yeah. you're alive. Yeah, you're lot, barely breathing, bro. A lot of people, it might be hard to to comprehend that. You would have to kind of have walked through those footsteps, but yeah, bro. Internally, bro, it was it was uh, just like a heavy just weight, bro. A depression where thoughts of just escaping that is something that's. You know what I mean? It's it's not appealing, but it's like you know what? 
That's why I think people give up, bro. Did you think about how you were going to die? Like, and I know you said you were going to hang yourself, but did you did you have the mental thought process at the time to say, "All right, if I do this, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to choke, I'm going to choke, I'm going to choke, but I'm not going to try to save myself." Yeah, no, nah, I didn't even think about that. I already honestly, bro, I had my mind made up. I was I was I was like, I was beyond that that point, bro. That's why when that door cracked and I went out there and I and I spoke to my mom. Here's another thing, and I've mentioned this before, I think, too, where I didn't even know the number. See, nowadays we have these cell phones, right? And and uh, you have every number recorded. And I was only out a month, so I didn't even have my mom's number, uh, like, memorized. I only had the first three numbers. Uh, and I remember just, it was like I dialed the right number, bro. So it was all like it was crazy, bro. It was it was just a trip how it happened, bro. That's deep. And when I went, like I said, when I went back to that cell, there was a Bible that wasn't there when I walked out. It was on my bunk, bro. And I wasn't no Christian. I was none of that, bro. Like I just, it was just it was it all just happened. That's why I say it was like a divine thing, bro. And I just cracked it open and boom, this this verse just comes out and just smacks me right in the face, and I'm like, whoa. And it was just like a knowingness that I was like. It was like a breath of fresh air, bro. And all those thoughts, I honestly think that I was influenced. I believe in, in the, 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 the demonic realm and all that too, bro. I believe, what is the de- de- demonic I, I, realm? I believe just like I believe in God, bro. I believe there's an evil side. There's a demonic realm. And there are entities, principalities that try to influence you that, that uh, can creep in. I believe that a lot of people that even committed suicide, they were influenced by this by these these uh, entities to kill themselves because they want that eventually that we know how the story ends and Satan is not going to be a party. People think that Satan's going to be running the part. Nah, he's going to be in hell suffering and he wants to take as many people with them, bro. And so that's that that's something that that is it, it, real to me. It's real. It exists. And I believe I was under this type of... Uh, there's two times where I was going to end it. It was that time, and there was a time before that when I was out there in the streets just gangbanging, bro, and I was on one, and I was just tired. Like That's all I knew, bro, and I was just tired of that life. And I remember another divine appointment that I had, bro, where I had this... I was just... I was crying, bro, and my mom's eyes... My mom's face flashed, and then this song came out, Thug's Mansion, the Tupac, bro, and I used to be into that... And and it said exactly what I had, what was going on. That verse, uh, 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 and I, but all I could see was my mama's eyes. Uh, but when I held that night, all I could see was my mama's eyes. No one knows my struggle; they only know the trouble. And that verse, bro, woke me up out of that trance, whatever you call it. And uh, and and it was it was those were the two times, bro. The two times where I was like, you know what, I'm I'm. I'm out of here, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's go, baby. You on hood stocks right now, dog. Don't play with it, dog. You can't get no other content on the, no other place, dog, like this right here. And I'm not trying to, like, be like this, but damn, bro. This is some shit right here, dog, that even if I was not here on the other side, I'd just be like, fuck yeah, dog. That yeah. shit is crazy, dog. This fool fucking just said the lyrics to that fucking Tupac Mansion yeah, song, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Like that shit, that shit, that shit's deep, homie. If you don't, 
man, yeah. dog, do I gotta say it? I mean, give me fire, give me some fire emojis right now if that shit wasn't deep right there, bro. Fire up that shit right now. Let me know the chat is in in tune with me or if I'm just fucking on another planet. Fire yeah, fire, fire that up right now. Fire One time. It fire it up right now. Casey, let him fire it up, dog. I <laughs> fire it up. Fire it up. Show well, love to the platform, man. Let's see. We got like and fires. subscribe. What we got? Like. Spir- they said like spiritual food unlocked. <laughs> Whoa. Spiritual food unlocked. Food pock. Tupac saves Let's lives. Get it. It does, bro. That's right. We see yeah. you. Who's that? Jose Baez. Fires. El Tigre de Tijuana. There we go. Fire there we go. Up. Look, Let's he's off the it. shrooms again. He's not off the shrooms. He's nah, just very he moved. He's very it. moved. Fired up. You're, someone said you're on another, you're on another Look, planet. Oh, we got all fire in there. There we go. Just, there we go. Look at all those fire. Hit that like and subscribe, though, either. Hit Whoa. that like and subscribe. I said, I.E. Fu's houses are flooded right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Sick. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, the whole thing is fired up. Hey, let's flood it better. Flood the, flood the chat. Yeah. The whole chat yeah, is fired, fired up. up. Fired it up. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Hey, let's Goosebumps, Look, dog. And I'm going to tell you like up. this right now, dog. Now, I want to say this right now, dog. Motherfuckers, music used to hit different, bro. Shout out Let to me the put chat. this shit on real quick. Showing love. Music used to hit different, bro. I don't know yeah. if this new generation, dog, can feel the way music used to move us, dog. But who was the most influential? Was Tupac your most influential? Of course. Why, bro? Why was Tupac your most influential in regards to the lifestyle you were living? He spoke to, I guess you would call it like your, your, uh, I guess your, your. I don't want to use the word soul, but he he would he would he would speak to you in a way, bro, where you could relate like no others. His passion, the the realness, the rawness. Like I, I was influenced by him in a negative way as well. I believe you could be ne- influenced negatively, like in the gangbang way, but also the story I just shared, where. Uh, you know, God, I believe he could use anybody. And that's why I believe that he he touched people like yourself, myself, in the hoods. Um, no color lines, no barriers like that because because uh, of, of you know, who he was, bro. Just the way, you know, it wasn't just rap. It was it was church, he, he, bro. There, there was something else It was religion, on. bro. Bro, like, I'm going to tell you like this. The homies... Mexicans, Latinos, whatever you are, if you will have Jew like me, bro, if you a white homie, if you an Asian homie, if you a black homie, an Armenian homie, I'm telling you, we all got the same fucking vibrations. We all felt the same thing at the time, you know what I mean? But this shit, man, music used to be like church, bro. Like it, man, the way it would move the fucking soul. And then it, and, and, and at the time, we're talking 90s and 2000s and I mean, I'm we just. We were in there, bro. Yeah, we're like in the trenches, bro. In the trenches, bro. We like that, that shit would just inspire you, bro, to be yeah. just. You know, you know what's another thing uh, that that really re- I related to is he was the only dude that he would always mention God, right? He would always throw that even in his in his uh even in the doom 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 doom, right? He he even mentioned. This life is a rap star. It's nothing without God. Was born rough and rugged, right? So when you're out there gangbanging, I wasn't trying to listen to you know nothing that had to do with God, right? 
but he made those, God those sound little, cool. Those little seeds, you know, kind of uh, resonated. Woke, it, it woke me up to a whole to God, bro. Like I would think about it, and I'm not gonna say. I mean, now as a believer, uh, I I know that you know I, I I guess I wouldn't agree with with a lot of the things that he said right now, but but the point is that at the time. I was influenced kind of like this, like a, like, a, like a platform like this. You know, you could bring someone like myself on or, or someone that can share, you know, some testimony and, uh, and someone that wouldn't normally, I guess, go to church or anything like that. They can hear about some real life, you know, stories where God is actually real, bro, where, where you're, you're, you, you can actually get a seed planted, a seed watered, bro, where something supernatural can happen through a platform like this that's why i'm grateful for you bro you you brought on a lot of people that have sat in this chair that have professed to know the same god that i'm speaking of bro and 100 so, percent, bro yeah. and 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 i mean within the fog the smog and all that other shit like bro like i'm not i'm a fucking crazy believer bro i mean bro I just like God has always been like my foundation and and someone that I've leaned on, bro, through so many hard times. And at first it was ingrained in me as a child because my mom was some crazy Christian, almost like Jehovah Witness with her dude, new dude, bro. And at first it really wanted to push me away from religion, you know. Um, but I just like even when I have like and some people may think I'm on the other end, bro, where. You know, fucking lucky does he's acting wild. This that no, dude, I'm fucking like, and sometimes I lose my footing, bro. You know, and, and maybe I'm not where I need to be at at this point in time that I'm at in my life. Maybe I'm on a journey to be somewhere else. You know, that maybe sometimes maybe a place that I'll speak on God more type of shit, and maybe I'll correct my my wrongs more. You know, I mean, who knows what the future bestows for any of us? You know. But if you have a relationship with God, that's your a sense of direction, right? A sense of like being on the right path. Like, you know, like you always got to touch base with God, bro. You know what I mean? Hey, God, I, mean, I had a crazy weekend. I apologize. Um, and it won't happen again. And then it happens again. You know what I mean? But that's being human beings. Like I pray to God so many times over the same stuff, bro. God, like, damn, what a fucking idiot. I won't do that shit again. And then I do it again, bro. You know, I, I heard a couple clips that you, you, you put up recently. Yeah. Where, uh, you, you, uh, kind of opened up about it. And I, that's why I, uh, I respect you for that, bro, for, for, uh, being real. Yeah, not everybody, easy, not bro. everybody can, can. And do that, bro. Well, I should. I should. And I had an interview with a professor, and he was just like, he was like, I felt like it was just really like a, a ah man, how to say it, bro? Like a, like an, like a not a real conversation, kind of just like I don't know, like some I don't, I, I can't, not well. Let me let me check myself real quick. Let me take it back. Let me. Uh, we'll be taking another break. No, no, <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> No, let me let me just let me take a step back, bro. So my vibrations and everything else, fuck vibrations, but I was just like not in <laughs> tune with the dude. Not fuck vibration, but I wasn't in tune with the guy, bro. And and I was being sarcastic with them. 
You know, and I was like, yeah, dog. You know what I mean? Just like dudes when they're fucking in prison, dog. And they want they want to go to Christian and this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just kind of like, I was in a sarcastic mode with this dude. Kind of like going along with his bullshit. Because I felt like he was giving me nothing but bullshit, dog. But somebody called me out on it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, well, shit, it took me a few months to respond to it, but it always stuck in my mind. And I seen it on a comment. They said, fucking lucky. Why are you going to say this dog when you said this before? Bob, blah, blah, blah. And it always stuck in my mind, you know. So recently, you know, I, I put a video out on that apologizing like, bro, like if anybody knows me, they know I'm not that dude, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean, but but still, since that was like a stain in my brain, so to speak, you know, bro, you know what I believe, bro, and this is. 100% honesty right here. I've seen, I've known you for a while already, right? Yes, and, sir. I, and I've seen you, bro, um, you know, and I believe that the Lord, bro, he's doing something in you like he does in, in all of us. You know, he little by little, bro, he, he, you're definitely different, bro, and your whole approach to, uh, the, you know, the, the Lord, bro, is, is different. You know, obviously, um, like myself, I didn't right away, bro, just uh, change, bro. Like my, my, there was a point, of course, where, you know, I was born again of the spirit. Uh, I can't speak on someone's uh, spiritual, you know, uh, a state if they're born again, if they're not. But I know at one point, bro, I was born again of the spirit. There's, there's two times that you're born. And, and so it, it you know, w- when that happened, there was a change in me. You know, there was my thoughts started changing the way I think, the way I speak, uh, my my desires. But you're still in your flesh, right? You're still in your flesh, and you're 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 wrestling, bro. The Bible talks about the flesh wrestling against the spirit. And so I believe, like, just someone like yourself, using you as an example, you you you're going through this thing called life. Uh, but even having these conversations, bro, even having these conversations, gets me closer to something, God. something happens, bro, where Lord willing, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, I, I've prayed for you, bro. And I'm sure there's other people that, that have prayed for you, bro, that, that, uh, you know, uh, just imagine, you know, and I'm not here to try to uh, convert you none, but just imagine, um, you know, uh, someone like yourself just, you know, uh, being being used in in an even bigger way, bro. Because back then we used to be into you know gangbang and all that. But imagine you being uh, just a, a a vessel for the Lord, bro. Imagine the influence that you have, how that can affect people's not just their lives, their eternal destination, bro. Because because there there is an eternity, bro. There is an eternal destination. You know, so that that's that's why I do what I do, bro. That's why. You know, I'm here, bro. It's, it's, it's for those very purposes. Have you ever heard of the uh, mixed drink called the Adios? Yeah. Okay. So the Adios consists of probably a few different liquors, bro. You know? And so I like to consider myself the Adios, dog. You know what I mean? And so what I'm going to give you here on Hoodstocks, this is just who I am, right? I'm going to give you the Adios, you know? And and, and, and that, that consists of hope change god sex plane jacking off and just having a good time dog you know what i mean you know that that's that's called the adios of hoodstocks dog you know and and so in a biblical form that's not respected i get it bro 
you know. But this is this is this is a way that I have been able to find a place in life where I can exist, and it's called the adios, dog. You know what I mean? And it, and and, it, and it's a balance of all these fucking substances and beliefs. What do you think of that? I believe that you know you you are who you are. Uh, obviously, we probably see things differently. You know what I'm saying? But but uh, you know uh, there's 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 a change in in all of us, bro. There's there's we're all we're all on this thing called life. And um, like myself, I was I used to be kind of like you, bro. I was I was I was. Man, bro, I, like as far you as clowning, cl- you, you gotta claim your own mixed drink, as, though. As far as, like, <laughs> as far as like clowning and all that, uh, uh, you know, I was the worst of the worst, bro. Like, you know, uh, um, it keeps me and, happy, bro. You know, clowning and talking shit keeps me happy, but, bro. But there's definitely it been, fuels my spirit to greatness and, yeah. and just comfort. There's definitely been a change, though. You know what I mean? And 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 uh, you know, I used to be into everything, bro. The the, the smoking, drinking, all that stuff, bro. Um, but it's 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 a process, bro. Like I said, it's a process. Um, and and uh, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and check it out. I just quit drinking. <laughs> well, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a smear and all? Check it out, bro. Yeah, canine bought it for me. Check, check it out, dog. I feel like if, if we were two monkeys in a cage, bro. I feel like you're throwing shit at me right now, dog. You're throwing your own shit, dog. You just shit in your hand and you're throwing it at me, dog. Nah. Nah, that that he doesn't I mean, like you to clown me. anymore. Lucky, all right? No, no, I still do, bro. I still do. But what I'm saying is, but, I, but so, I can relate to where I can't. Like I said, I can't speak on where you're at right now, bro. But but I can, you know, say that uh, Jesus, bro. Like, okay, the whole. Do you feel like you're higher than me right now? No. Nah, in regards to life nah, and the world and the spirit of God. But, but here's what I'm gonna say. Because I feel like you're looking down on me right now. Nah, bro. <laughs> you can feel how you want. I can't control that. But what I can tell you is this, is that the whole message, bro, the whole message of the gospel is that Jesus Christ paid for our sins, bro. Yes, sir. And that he made a way for people like yourself and myself, right? That's the gospel, is that he shed his blood for us to cleanse us of our sin, right? And that's the way in. It's not by you being a good guy, you doing all these charitable deeds, or none of that, bro. So, so, and so, then what you're saying right now is, what you're saying is, it doesn't necessarily mean what you're doing and I'm doing that you're gonna get you're gonna get into heaven before I do. Yeah, it, it has nothing to do with that, bro. It, it, what it has to do is placing your faith, repenting, of course, of your sins, bro, confessing, but it's 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 believing that Jesus really paid the penalty for your sins, bro. So if so, somebody doesn't repent. Jesus paid for our sins, right? Mm-hmm. So, do we need to repent? Yes. Is is that is that part of the negotiation? Re- yes. Repent means a change of mind, right? And so that means changing your mind towards the Lord, repenting and and like I said, once you're once you're born again, your your light, your desires, all that keeps it, it starts changing, bro. There's people that say that they're Christian, but they're really not. Because they why 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 are Christians judgmental on uh, uh, other people's righteousness? I'll, I'll explain to you. Because it's not about being judgmental. It's about the truth. If the truth, the truth is the truth. But if, everybody has their own truth. Well, let me let, let me finish. Let me explain to you why. Go ahead, brother. Because truth 
it's going to hurt, bro. If if you're offended because uh, someone's saying, hey, you're a sinner and you need salvation just like I do, right? It's going to offend you because you're living a lifestyle that you like, that, that appeals to you, but we're all going to face judgment. Just like I was in trial and I had to face that judge. If you were to check out today and you went straight into judgment and God said, why should I let you in? What are you going to tell him? Is it going to be, I did this or I did that? Or is it going to be because, you, because you're washed, your sins are, are, are washed and cleansed? And so someone like myself, I'm not here to judge. Jesus, he, he didn't come to condemn but to save. You know that. But that, if God knows all... And God, you saying you're you're saying it like this. God presents you this question. I mean, if you have any sense, bro, you don't need to answer it because he already knows. Yeah, but but I'm not saying he's gonna. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just throwing it out there so you could think about it. Think about it. What would you say? Is it is 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 are you gonna are you gonna uh, is he gonna accept you or is he gonna judge you? Right. And so from the. Uh, biblical. But God is acceptance, not judgment. Nah, see, there's a misconception. You like, let me give you an example. Like me, I used to be into new age stuff, right? I used. To what is new age stuff? Vibration, new age stuff is, is uh, law of attraction. We're all one. We're all going to the same destination, and I believe that's a lie. So the same way that I told you, I believe in God. There's a devil. If you were the devil, what would you do to keep people out of heaven? You would create all these different beliefs to to keep them. From that one truth. There's only one way. You can't get in the back door. There's only one way. And it's all through Jesus. It's, it's by what he did. It's, you can't earn. You can't earn God's salvation. In other words, your sin. You can't like do good stuff. And that's going to like top the, 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 the. Which people do all the time. Yeah. And God doesn't accept that. He says that those, those type of righteous deeds are filthy rags. The only righteousness that can get you into heaven is what Jesus did. He gives you his own righteousness as a gift. So there's a, check it out, bro. So there's a dude right now, bro, that is making mad money in the dope game, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, let me present this to you. There's a dude, he's making crazy money in the dope game, mm -hmm. but every Saturday, let me tell you guys this about this guy right here. Every Saturday, he fucking goes to Skid Row in downtown LA, and he gives out free cheeseburgers. And when he does that, he feels amazing. And he says, you know what? This is my way into heaven. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not going to get in that way, bro. Because we're all guilty in God's eyes. The Bible says there is none righteous, not even one. But right after that, in that same chapter, it says we are justified freely by God's grace. Right? And so, so we're all on a level playing field. Rich, poor, King, slave, cop, criminal. Jesus made a way for people like us, bro. That's why someone like myself, we didn't get to the end of my story, which which is has to do with double jeopardy, right? We will get and to we that. will. But the point is this is that if we're all on the same playing field, there's hope for someone like myself. That's why and and all of us, because he made it to where to where you don't have to do nothing, bro. You don't have to do nothing. Now, there's a difference between being born again and plain religion. You can't, you can't, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's, once God, you're born again, he starts changing you. But here's the, here's the good news is that he made it, 
he made he did all the work when he hung on that cross and that blood it's a spiritual thing he cleanses your soul right and he he makes you brand new the bible says you are now a new creation old things have passed away behold all things are new from that point forward you are a child of god and you're still gonna go through you're still gonna fail bro you're still gonna go through stuff but there's there's something called sanctification where he changes you from the inside out and that doesn't happen the same it's not the same way for everybody for some it's instantaneous where they instantly just stop cussing they instantly stop everything but that's a process but that has no whatever you do or don't do has no bearing on your salvation that's why it's good news the gospel means good news gospel means good news that means the good news is that god can accept lucky not because he's a good guy not because he does all these righteous deeds but because he placed his faith in christ and that's what saved him bro and so you can stand in god in judgment and he's gonna say welcome in because you placed your faith in christ not because you did this or did that and that's the hope that's the, that that's hope for people like us bro you know, on, on on as opposed to a lot of these religions that exist, think about it. They all have to do something. All of them, you have to do something to get in, bro. Islam, Jehovah's Witnesses, Muslims, uh, all these different, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mormons, all these different faiths, bro. And that's the devil's doing. He's making people think that you can, uh, ha you can work your way in. Or even the new age. You could be what you want. You could be your own God. And you're going to get... That's the first lie that, that, that Satan, the serpent, gave Eve, bro. He, he said, you can be God. You can be like God. That's appealing to your flesh. I used to be into that, bro. That's why I could speak on it. And I was deceived. I used to be into all those books that... What's his name? Little One mentioned. The Power of Now. And there's nothing against him. But a lot of that stuff... I, I used to read those books religiously, bro. I was into that... But guess what? That's appealing to your flesh. Oh, I could still be like this. And no, bro, it's it's about are you saved or are you not? Is the blood <laughs> of Jesus cleansed you? Are you cleansed? Are you righteous in God's eyes because of what he did? Did you receive that gift of righteousness or uh, are you trying to earn your way in? Are you trying to be God? Because you can say that you're God, but let me see you create a planet from thin air. Let me see you do... Nah, bro, that, those are deceptions that the devil brought in since the, since the beginning, bro. We're, we are spiritual, bro. You're either going this way or that way. So I have a question then. So what, okay, so the new age, I mean, you you, you, you read about all the new age stuff, right? But all of that, bro. What do you think about the mechanics of it, though? I understand it's not telling you, you know, so the, about like God or Jesus, but the mechanics yeah. of how they say or how they believe this works in this plane. So I believe uh, some of that is is true because the 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 enemy what i mean by the enemy the devil he mixes truth with error you're never going to get a full lie there's going to be truth mixed in there that's a good lie bro and so uh what i believe is that if, if you're if basically if you're trying to get in any other way it's a deception bro it's a deception uh uh now is there truth to like say like even like the law of attraction, like people can can uh, they they can think, make these vision boards, and do all this stuff. 
But guess what? Somewhat like you did, right? E- even nah, I put my when feet. You're getting out, though. I know, but I'm saying the mechanisms, though. I'm not talking about if it's God or if it's a devil. It's well, more well, like, here's let's, a di- say, let's say the physics of this realm. Here's a right? difference. I think it kind of teaches you that in a he, sense. Here's a difference. That's why I said, yeah, some of that does exist, but remember this. The devil, he give, he give, he bless, he gives things to people too. A lot of these people in Hollywood that they gain all this fame, they they've made a deal. It comes at a price. They, they've to. made, yeah, it comes at a price. And so the Bible says, "What good is it that you gain this whole world, but lose your soul in the end?" And so, if any one of us was to check out today, right, that's what matters because nobody knows the date they're gonna check out. Everybody thinks they're gonna live old age, but what if you wake up? At one point, you're going to wake up in eternity. You're going to, at one point, you could go to sleep tonight and wake up and be like, whoa, like you're, that's it. And so that's the important thing, bro. If you've been chasing in this life, you've been chasing this, you've been trying to be your own God, then then that you've been deceived at one point and it's appealing to your flesh. Let me ask you a question. I got a question, bro. Oh, I'm not done. No, you get next, bro. Get in line, fucker. Um, no, this I'm is good. Here. I love this conversation, bro, yeah. 100%. What do you think about people that feel like we are God? We have a choice. Yeah, that's we what are I was in speaking, control. That's what I was speaking about. So are we God? No. You're, you're, you're a creation of God? So, but, 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 but if we're a creation of God, then we are God, a no, part of the God. Bi- the so, Bible says that we're created in God's image, right? So you're an, you're an image bearer of God. Right, you're spe- it, 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 in all creation, human beings are 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 a reflection of God, bro. You're you're made in God's image. But here's where the light comes in. Remember the story of Adam and Eve, and I mentioned this earlier. The first lie, bro. He mixed some truth with the lie. Is what I was telling Casey. He mixed truth with lie, which is a good lie. You're gonna have to have some truth in it, and he, for you to believe. And it. he told them, "You're not gonna die." You're going to live and you basically you're going to be your own God. But what happened? As soon as they did that, they knew they were naked. And see, God was keeping them away from that. He gave us also free will. He didn't create robots. And so they, they, they woke up, they seen they were naked, and then they try to cover themselves with fig leaves. And, and they try to, and then God said, nah. You can't. You, you gave a, Yeah, he covered them in, and he covered them in animal skins, which represents God's righteousness. Because God's righteousness, it's a gift. When when there's something called a divine exchange, and let me give you an example. So let's say this is Jesus, and this is you, me, Casey, Droopy, all of us that are in here. We're all sinners, right? So at the point of salvation, when you place your faith in Christ, all your sins go to Jesus. He 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 took the sin of the world. And the righteousness of God, it all comes to you. Now you're clean and you're brand new in the Father's eyes. Now you can be in His presence. Now He accepts you. And it's all by grace through faith. It's all, grace means it's undeserved. You cannot earn it. You cannot do nothing. And so what the enemy, the devil wants to do is is keep that truth from people. He wants people to think they can, they can make it this way. They can make it that way. They can live just... Just live for yourself. Just be happy, bro. There's people that are gonna. There's plenty, thousands, millions of people that have woke up in eternity, and they're they're gonna be conscious, and they they regret that they regret making the choices they've made, bro. And and I'm not trying to be religious. I'm not saying I'm not trying to promote religion. I'm trying to point people 
to Jesus, the good news that, hey, someone like ourselves, bro, we can, we can have a place in heaven, not because we were good, bad, or none of that. Let me ask you a question, bro. In this 2023 that we're in, we got these things called avatars, right? Mm-hmm. Chicks with dicks, dudes and moo-moos, you know? And, um, and how do you feel about the whole homosexual thing? So I believe uh, that God loves them just as much as he would love an adulterer, a liar. He loves them just the same, bro. But th- there's an agenda popping off in these last days, right? Uh, Jesus said that it's going to be as in the days of Noah. Remember in the days of Noah, Sodom and Gomorrah existed, and then he destroyed the earth with the flood, right? And so he said it's going to be the way, just the way it is now, it's getting worse and worse and worse, bro. So is homosexuality worse and worse and worse that you're talking about? No, it, it's, this, it's just as, as valid. As, and in the same category, you're just as guilty as a liar a fornicator, an adulterer. Okay, so you don't so, ex- so you I, I, don't accept homose- homosexuality in your religion. Would I promote it? No, I don't. I don't. But I, I don't exclude it. Like I don't separate and say you're worse than that person that cheats on their mm-hmm. wife. Or but 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 some people would beg to differ, bro. In yeah, regards to like, how are you going to put them in the same category? Can because you be homosexual I, I, and be saved by Jesus? You want to? You want to? Want me to tell you? You you could be a homosexual and be saved by Jesus. Yes, you can, but you're gonna you, you're eventually gonna those desires, bro. I I know people that 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 live like that and they're married now. They have kids and it doesn't mean they may not struggle with that, but they're saved, bro. They're genuinely born again, and that's the same thing as like I said, someone that's committing adultery. There's a scripture in First Corinthians chapter six, and it gives a whole list. It gives you. Uh, a whole list, uh, uh, a liar, a fornicator, a drunkard, a homosexual. Uh, the, there's a big but list. But homosexuals would be like, why am I in that hold list? On, hold on, let me, let, me, let me finish. This whole list, he gives this whole list, and then he says, none of these people will inherit the kingdom of God. And then right after that, he says, as such were some of you. He says, as such were some of you. So all these people on this list... Uh, uh, some of these, some of the people that he's talking to in 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 the in that book of Corinthians, some of them were homosexual, some of them were 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 fornicators, some of those they were part of that list. And then what happened? They were born again, and now they've been accepted by God. So let me, so, I'm, I'm going to tell you this real quick. I'm sorry, brother. I'm giving you a little pushback because I had my homie, oh. Marcelli, on here, bro. Marcelli, bro, right? That he's he is. Uh, he works for Victory Outreach now, mm-hmm. right? And he is, uh, what do you call him, uh, the dudes that work in there? Uh, pastor? He's a pastor, I'm sorry. Thank you, brother. He's a pastor for Victory Outreach. And so if you're in a Victory Outreach church setting, right, there's mm-hmm. a lot of fucking, there's a lot of dykes, bro, Manfloras, whatever you want to call them, bro, right? You know, um, and, 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 and do you not believe that they weren't born like that? Um, see, that's a whole debate that people believe this way or that way. Personally, I believe that, that those, those desires just, uh, just like, okay, I'm going to use myself an example. I'm a, I'm a married man, right? Um, do you're I still, mar- you're a married man to what? To my wife. Okay. To a wife. Now, okay, now, okay. now, <laughs> now, do I, do, do, does, does, uh, the, um, uh, 
you know, like like a, a, a beautiful female. Have I been tempted in the time that I've been married um, in, in one form or, or another? Yes. Have I act, have I cheated on my wife? No, I haven't. And that, that same desire, those kinds of things can pop up in the same way someone that is homosexual, they have these urges to be with the same sex. Now, when they act on it, they're just as guilty as someone, like I said, once again, that long list. I'm not excluding them like, these guys are the the sinner, and then these guys, they, they, their sin is a little lower. Nah, in God's eyes, they're all guilty, bro, and they need the they need Jesus just as much as 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 someone that's not a homosexual. But you're still a sinner. You still need salvation. Your sins still need to be washed by the blood of Jesus. You still need to be born again, and 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 so that's the difference. I know there's a lot of. Let me ask you. Hold on, real quick. I know ahead. I know there's a lot of people, including Christians or religious people, that they bash homosexuals like like as if they're unredeemable as if they're they, they don't have no choice for and that's not right i don't fall up under that bro i'm i i know the truth and the truth is that they have hope in jesus just as much as i did as who i was bro as a gang member bro just like i needed the lord they need him too just like i needed the lord you need him too if you don't if you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying is that we're all on level playing field this is not like hey you're a worse uh person than i am nah whether you're a liar whether you're out there partying being with all kinds of chicks and you don't have the lord you're not born again you're 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 gonna end up in hell just like that homosexual but but yeah so it's it's sin it's sin that's it's it sin, basically yeah. it's that's sin. it that's, that's, it. that's all i wanted to get at yeah, with that's you bro it, yeah and you took me down a fucking crazy ass road, bro, you, to get to that. You took us down there. Okay, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Lucky. I did, bro. Fuck you, I did. Lucky. But it, it's just, uh, um, it, it, it just really, really like. I know it's. it's it, it blows my mind in the sense of, I don't feel like that. Like if, hey, bro, if you want to suck a dick, dog, we'll suck your dick. Don't do it in private, for I don't want to see that shit, dog. You know what I mean, um, but you know, everybody has. I mean, it's not like if two dudes want to be together. I mean, like, that's on you, bro. You know what I mean? But if they ain't robbing and killing and doing some weird shit, bro, besides what they're doing already, that's on them. Like, it's not really harming nobody, you know? No, no, you're right. It's not harming nobody because a lifestyle so that, that we... So why would it be a sin, I'll tell though, you but why. it's in a sin God's eyes. God's, God's eyes. eyes, okay. Not not the way... Because your, your, your level of... of Sin, your let your your understanding of sin is from your own perspective. Yeah, but but, what, but don't we don't, don't a lot of well, us God have created that? them. So what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah God created what me. The yes, he did. To I have mean, what a, to the have God to and He gave us free will. Free gave, will. Yeah, He gave you free will. Hmm. He but, gave but that I, person those desires. But I get it because the way I we'll say it in the sense of this: the way I raise my kids, my girls, right. It's not the same way other people may exactly. be good about raising their kids. Exactly. So check is that, this is out. Is that a good yeah, one? Yeah, that's a good one. Let me let me give you one last example. Say one of those kids, God forbid, something. Don't say it. Okay. Yeah, don't let's say it. Use a different example. Okay, let's say. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to use you. Me, no, no, no. I'm not going to use you. I'm not going to use you. Yeah, don't use me. But let, let's say let's say uh, someone, one of your one of your friends. We won't even use a name. Just anybody. 
Let's say they're. Let's say something bad happened to one of their kids. I don't use right? a different one. Use a different. No, no use a different, I, you know why no. I'm using that? Something why? happened. No, to I'm their using dog, that for a reason. Yeah, because that I'm, shit no, hurts, bro. Exactly, but I'm using that for a reason. They, let me let me finish. I didn't use that nobody. You know, pain to me, bro. And I even know. if it's somebody else, bro. Okay, well, it happens. Me, it happens in this world, though. It does. Bro. So okay, so do those people? Is there gonna be justice for them? Do they deserve justice? If they, if that person that that person that did it goes in front of the judge, and the judge says, eh, it's all right. And he lets them go. Is that gonna be right? Is is the parents gonna? Is it do? Is the parents gonna want justice? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna want just. That's my point. Is that they're get, if there's no justice for what they did, then and and in the same way with God, He doesn't turn His eyes from. He doesn't He doesn't say, oh, I'm just gonna brush that sin under the under the rug. Guess what? He sent a sacrifice, His Son Jesus Christ, to take the place of the sinner. And we're all guilty, and so that's that's I use that example as as an extreme example for a purpose because I know that that person, that person's kid, or let's just say wife, someone that got raped or anything like that. Naturally, we're gonna want we're gonna want justice for that person, bro. We're gonna want that person to be punished, and that's my point. In God's eyes, bro. Sin has to be dealt with, and that's why the good news is that he gave us Jesus to pay the penalty. Sticks, low mouse, Hey, buddy. so, so on, that, with it. on that same conversation, did, uh, did the family of that case, that murder case that you were fighting, did they get justice? Ooh. Ooh. Did the family of the person... Wasn't guilty. You said yeah. the case... The, yeah. uh, uh, did they get justice? Of course not. They, they, anybody that loses their child, bro... There, there's whether I got found guilty or not guilty, and I did get found guilty, which we didn't finish the. the well, that, the, I'm the, bringing it back to that yeah, now. Okay, yeah. so, so, um, uh, whether whether they whether they found me guilty or not, it doesn't bring back that person, bro. They're still suffering even right now to this day, right? Um, and so, nah, bro. As far as justice for them, but guess what? Once again, with the Lord, there's going to be justice. Whether you pay for that right now or, or at one point in your life or in your eternity, you're going you're gonna to pay for it. That's why someone like myself can be sent to maybe someone like you or someone listening to deliver this good news and say, you know what? I don't want you to suffer for that eternally. I don't want you to pay for that. Guess what? Someone died for you. Someone shed their blood so that you could be clean and made righteous. And that's the difference, bro. You know, it's it's. I know it stings. The truth stings, bro. But the good news is that there's a remedy for that. There's redemption for all of us, bro. For and we're all on different playing levels. Like you, you didn't live the lifestyle that I live, right? You didn't live gang banging, trying to chase fools down and all that. But guess what? You're still guilty of of of. of in God's eyes, you're just as guilty as me. Through sin. Through sin. Yes. And you know what? I want to say this, man. I'm guilty, like, <laughs> I hate to say it like this, bro, but, like, if if this dude sucking a dick is sin, bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I got sin, too, right? It's just course. like you're saying it, bro. Like, regardless of what level it is, yep. if that's what's going to be considered sin in Isaac's eyes, um, then so be it, right? You know yep. what I mean? But um, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. 
this past week, he was at, happened to be my superior. He happened to be my boss, bro. And sometimes when you're having a political conversation with a superior or a religious conversation <laughs> with a superior, yeah. bro, bro, it's like it, we, it got staticky between yeah, me and him. And honestly, it came between when I was having this conversation with my boss on the job site, a new job site, bro. It came to a point in the conversation where I was like, man, fuck this job, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to lose this job over this conversation right here. And and he got me into not necessarily an emotional state, state but just like uh, a passionate of state. Of course. It and, he to, got, and he got very passionate. He got more passionate than I did, bro. But my reaction was to his passionate and me just being like, you know what? I don't feel real strong in this shit, dog, but you getting real passionate. So now I feel in like a certain weight, dog. Yeah, of course. And I'm saying like, man, fuck this job type of shit. You know, but um, he gave me a perspective and this is the perspective. We had the conversation about uh, elementary schools, junior high schools implementing a homosexuality. Right. Mm -hmm. If they have a book that has two dudes in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, so he was telling me, he goes, well, it's not porn or not. It's not a uh, 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 porn or anything like that. You know, it's just a story about two dudes that are together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I said, well, you know what? That's I don't I'm not good with that, bro. Yeah. I'm not good with that, bro. You know, and I said, nah, fuck that, dog. So this is the conversation I'm having with my superior on a job site that I just pulled up to in Long Beach, dog. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I said, nah, I'm not good with that, dog. You know what I mean? Like, nah, it, homie, I it, it, I'll teach my kids that shit. Yep. I'm teaching. I'm sending my kids to school to learn how to do math and fucking read. And well, then, you know what you're well, doing? No, you, no, no. Let then me have see. you taught them about it yet? Bro, they're seven and eight, oh, bro. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, mean, I don't know what age you you talk I mean, to them older, about it. Your older one though that you have. Yeah, to well, have. it's it's getting close to that, but yeah, the other one already. You know knows. what's a trip? No, let me say this, bro. And so we got in a heated discussion, bro. And I I don't feel like I am. I'm open to perspective, bro. I'm open to conversation. I do not shut off on these type of uh, yeah. uh, uh, conversations, bro. Yeah, I don't shut off, bro. I don't shut off where it's like, man, fuck this dude. I ain't hear him no more, bro. I'll still, I'll be mad, but I'll still take it in what he's telling me. And you know what? He changed my perspective, bro. I'm going to wow, tell you. That's I'm, awesome. He changed my perspective. I'm going to say this, bro. Because I said, nah, fuck that, dog. I said, hey, homie, when I take my kids to school, I'm not taking them to church, mm. right, to learn religion. So when I'm taking them to my schools, I'm not uh, dropping them off to learn about sexuality and homosexuality yeah. and all that shit. So that was my argument with him, bro. I said, I'm dropping my kids off to learn how to read and do math and the just basic subjects, bro. Like now in regards to man and man and stuff like that or church, this is my this is my pushback. I said I will teach him this, and he told me this. He said, "All right." He got staticky, bro. We got staticky, bro. He's my GF, bro, General Foreman, dog. I'm a journeyman electrician, IBW mm -hmm. Local Eleven, baby. Don't play with it. Well, and and he told me like this. He goes, "Check it out, bro. Let me let me let me paint it to you like this." He goes, "What about kids that that feel like that?" They, they're not sure about their sexuality, right? They're confused, right? And and so the, he, he brought this up in regards to kids of the suicide rate for kids young that, that aren't seeing any acceptance in the so curriculum. Oh, he was speaking uh, for that, for them, or against that? He was speaking for it, bro. Oh, I thought again. Oh, my He bad. was speaking for it, bro. So he changed your perspective in what way? Where he, he, he just gave, I won't say he changed my perspective, but he gave me a different perspective okay. in regards to kids that are 
if you want to say they were born like that or if they were confused and they were thinking about that, because there's kids that are brought up in the system. And even back in the day, you hear about men, you hear about grown men, bro, CEOs, bro, that all of a sudden got a divorce and then now they're with a dude that came yeah. out the closet, they say, right? He came out the closet because all these years, the past years, like we're talking 60s, 70s, 80s, or whatever, that to be homosexual, bro, like you got AIDS, bro, right? It was shunned on. It was it was yeah. all that against the Bible, right? Your your yeah. your your side of town. And and so uh, there's a there's a, a percentage of a lot of these individuals that commit suicide. So he put it to me in a perspective of a kid that might be confused. And he said, well. What if they do see this in books and see a little acceptance in how they're feeling, you know, so a father with kids. Yeah, well, I that's at it I, like be- that. I believe that's what they're trying to do. I believe that's part of the agenda. But. Just to go back to what you were saying, trip on this. You were actually arguing from a perspective of of that's not right. Now, now the perspective he gave you kind of plays to the emotional side of it, but here's 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 my question. Is it right or is it wrong? I believe it's not right because on the other side of the spectrum, you're you're basically you're forcing that on these kids, bro. And you can actually... You're, and that was my argument. I said, bro, yeah. why are we going to give kids options? Exactly. Of what they want to be, that's bro. That's the point. That's the, the point. And that's what I told him. And he was fucking fired up and furious that I yeah. said that, bro. <laughs> yeah, well... He was, bro. I said, why are we going to give... Why are we going to uh, put a curriculum for the kids to give them options? Oh, I'm going to be a fucking... Uh, I'm, I'm going to cut my dick off. You know what I mean? Like... Bro, what it, kids are so vulnerable and, and yeah. they don't know what the fuck so that's going with uh, during that time, bro. And what if they made a drastic change at an early age when their brain isn't even developed? Because that seed was planted and anybody... They got options. That was that, my argument. That's the point. And so it, those desires that we're talking about, just because those desires pop up, it doesn't mean that, that you're going to act on them. But now if someone normalizes that... Now you're going to be more prone to act on that. And that's what the agenda is. Bro. What agenda? The Whose ag- agenda? The, the agenda. The en- Ultimately, it's the enemy's agenda. The God of this world. The one that's making this society, this world, uh, uh, into what he wants. It's, un- it's, in the o- it's in the open now. Before, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know, he, he's, he, he, it's in the open now, bro. The, the devil's in your face now. Before, they used to be a little more subtle. Now it's in your face, bro. Now it's being shoved down your throat. Now it's it's normalized. Now it's all over the place because the cat's out of the hat, bro. Now it's it's we're getting to that place where evil is called good and good is called evil. If you stand up for righteousness, now you're evil. And if you're if you're actually doing evil, now it's called good. Let me ask you this last question before we finish your story mm-hmm. about fighting that case. So the Bible was written how long ago? Uh, depends which which one. There's a Old Testament. There's a New Testament. Um, Do we have actually have a number on that? And then what? it was, and then it, and then it was brought together, and then yeah. they edited yeah, so, it. Yeah, how, they, there's manuscripts. There's, how, how long ago was the Bible written? So the 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 New Testament about two thousand years. The Old Testament prior to that even like uh, three thousand somewhere uh, uh, a little bit over that. It, it it blows my mind about how people can get a number on this, but hey, there's, obviously there's well because there's it's pay the, grades, right? No, it's the same way as any uh, any ancient documents. The way same way we know about like 
Julius Caesar or there's there's records, right? So it says the Hebrew Bible, which would be the Old Testament, was completed about a hundred CE. And yeah. the books of the New Testament are written about the, uh, in the first or second so century. So this is my point. This mm-hmm. is my point, the, way I, the reason why I asked this, bro. It was written back then during mm-hmm. those times. Yeah. And we know the Middle East is a very conservative culture. And it's relevant now, bro. Very conservative. It's, yes, it's relevant for the... The, the hardcore dudes, right? Well, there's prophecies that have been fulfilled that was speaking about the days we're living in. So, uh, a lot of those, those things. That's that's why I believe. That's why I put my whole everything in there, bro. Because when I started studying it, I started realizing this is not just a book, as you might hear. Oh, it was written by man, and it was no, no. The Bible's been authenticated. Archaeology has validated it. Prophecy, bro. There's something called prophecy. Where I'm talking about to the some things are even to the exact date, like the nation of Israel. You're 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 part Jewish, right? Yes, sir. So that nation, you, did you know that prior to 1948, that nation wasn't even around uh, 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 up until that point, bro. Yeah, there were they, slaves. There was a that. prophecy that that said they're gonna come back to yeah. that land. Yeah, and guess what? That prophecy was fulfilled. That's just an example. hundred percent. And so 100%, 100%. because of of that kind of stuff. Because that's just an example. All the prophecies of Jesus, bro. Even when he rode into uh, Jerusalem on a, on a donkey, all that was prophesied in the book of Daniel to the day. When you start doing the numbers and you start, there's scholars that have done so much work on that, and it and it and you it it, it was pinpointed even to the day, bro. And who else can do that unless it's a supernatural book? Only the Bible has done that. None of these religious texts no, have but ever there's, did no, that. No, there's been there's been books that published, bro. Like there's a 1984 book. Yeah, but not book. prophesied. Not prophesied, but they, there's been books written about what is going to happen in the future, and they if they've come true, bro. Okay, I I be, yeah I I believe that, but what I'm saying Are is these prophets mm. potentially maybe. I don't know. I can't speak on that. What I do know is that from from my study from my belief in God's word it's not just a faith thing it's actual digging in looking because I've always remember I I, I I I had a study to to defend myself in this case I learned how to like dig in bro and find out the truth I'm not gonna be believing in something that I know is eh, it might be true it sounds good nah bro there's there's a foundation that has been set the even the history, bro, the towns, all this stuff. There's towns that that the Bible named that weren't even discovered, bro, until until even recently. Where where it's like, whoa, Scott. People would 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 speak against it, and then boom, lo and behold, we find out, oh wow, this actually exists, and it brings more corroboration to 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 God's word, bro. There's there's just so much there, bro. Solid. Proof, bro, that 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 is real. Not only is it real, it's unfolding right now, bro. Even like the Book of Revelation, for example. We, you asked me in the beginning, are we in the end? We're not at the end of the world, but we're at the end of this age where where uh, uh, the Bible prophesied about, bro. There's gonna be. How could John, the per, the person that wrote Revelation, how how would he know that uh, it's gonna even be possible for everybody to be able to take? The mark of the beast, where everybody's gonna be all up under one government, bro. It's gonna be one belief, and if you don't bow down and worship, you don't take this mark, you're not gonna be able to buy or sell anything, bro. Uh, all these different things, these these pictures that he gave us, 
this was all because he was inspired by God, bro, to write to pen these. Remember, this is two thousand years ago. The, that they still had they still had the text from. Uh, I mean, you could still say that they had the uh, Library of Alexandria that had human yeah. history before that. So it's not like yeah. he based it off yeah, yeah. nothing. No, 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 no. He did no, of course. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is these 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 prophecies that we have about the days we're living in, right? This this day and age, bro, it's all unfolding right before our eyes, bro. Even uh, something like. Uh, the river, um, the Euphrates River. There's a prophecy that says it's gonna dry up, right? And 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 guess what? If you look up the Euphrates River, it's already, you know, it's already dried up, bro. There's there's uh, these nations that they say is gonna come against the nation of Israel, and 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 guess what? These nations that were prophesied, like Turkey, all the all the neighbors, they've all come together. They all that everything's unfolding, bro, right before our eyes. And the only ones that know are the ones that have dug in. Otherwise, if you don't dig in and you don't even know these things exist, you're gonna be like, eh, whatever. Like you don't, you're not, your attention's not on that. You Let's do I mean? this. Let's do this. Let's check it out. We haven't been this long of a podcast for a cool minute, but hey, this is a banger right here, baby. Let's go. Hey, P game. Uh, we're at three twenty. Let's let's finish the story. Let's finish your story. Mm-hmm. In regards to you know fighting the case, and then let's take phone calls because right. people have been blowing me up this whole All time. Right, cool. So, so uh, I get found guilty, bro. I'm waiting for uh, for this retrial. January 18th, she grants the motion, um, and as soon as we sh- this motion was granted, my attorney, bro, Alex Kessel, he finds a case law called Hudson versus Louisiana. A 1981 case, right? This case, bro, was some dude in Louisiana. It's a federal case law where his 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 uh his his situation was almost identical to mine. He went to trial. They granted him a new a motion for new trial, and he couldn't. They couldn't take him back to trial because it would have been double jeopardy. Okay, so when I got granted a new trial, the judge. She's no longer able to take me back to trial because if 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 she did with the same evidence, it would have been double jeopardy. So we find this case law, we put it into a motion, and we filed it with the higher courts. I mean, with the with the judge, and she uh, she she uh, she basically granted the motion for dismissal, bro. She looked at the case. She said, "You know what? According to this case law, it's almost I it's it's on point." Excuse me, and I can't. I believe that this man was um, involved in this crime, but according to the law, I have to dismiss this case, bro. And that day, on March fifteenth, she she uh, granted the dismissal, and I walked right out of CCD court, bro. Hey Amen. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's get this phone calls now. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, Lucky. Yes, sir. What up, fool? What up, doggy? What's up, Perrillo? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What the fuck going on over there, man? Church, baby. Church. Uh, it is hey, Sunday, you know bro. It is hey, Sunday. Hold on, hold on. That shit cool and all that, but... Hey, don't make that shit... Christian and all that shit. What they tell you in the union. <laughs> Politics and all that shit don't fucking mix, but... It's a, it's religion, bro, and I know it's a little bit of politics, Fuck but that. 
Hey, hey. Obi, I had. Nah. If you Christian, you know what's up. But, but you, said, you, you said fuck that, though, bro. So you're not Christian, bro. You're the fucking devil calling right now, though. Yeah, you have <laughs> sin, buddy. You need to get <laughs> baptized. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I so. smell the sin off your skin I'm right now, something. dog. It's disgusting. Uh, like potato wedges. Nah. You don't need shit like that on your podcast, bro. No, we do. It's balanced, baby. Nah. Sir. Sir. Next phone call, dog. This guy is fucking really killing my vibe right now. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, what's up, Lucky? What up, doggy? Hey, um, I have a quick question for your guest, man. He's listening. Hey, um, see, I hear that I've been hearing a little bit of the conversation and whatnot and all this prophecy, but how come uh, you, uh, it's never talked about the church of like what they do to like little kids and shit like that? Oh, there's and what I mean by that. Yeah, and bro. What the... I mean by that is that, that big case in the. Petties. I think it was like in Boston or something like that. Yeah, that was a Catholic like, church. Yeah, but but uh, and and even in in there, there's there's corruption everywhere, bro. The unfortunately, the devil has infiltrated every aspects uh, of our life here on this earth, bro, including religion, education, entertainment, and so uh, those kinds of things they happen, bro, uh, because we're living in a fallen world, bro. The, everything we're talking about right now, which is sin. Um, people do these 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 evil, wicked things, right? And uh, and so that that that's how that happens, bro. Uh, that can that can happen anywhere, and, and the devil actually uses this kinds of stuff to keep people away from God, to make people think like, oh man, look at this, this is happening here. Oh, it must not be true. But just because there's 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 corruption uh, uh, and 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 things like this happening, even in, in like in the Catholic Church. Which is not uh, biblical Christianity. Christianity is separate from that. But the point is, even if if it it does happen in church, bro, it, the devil can use that to keep someone like yourself or anybody from coming to the truth. Let me ask you a question, bro. Serious question, dog. You gonna answer it honestly? Mm -hmm. Have you ever watched gay porn? Nah. <laughs> hey, no, bro. All right, next phone call. Let the sin begin. <laughs> You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Someone like, oh, it's yeah. Turn the volume down in the background, bro. Oh, yes, sir. What up, bro? How's that sound? Good, good. Oh, cool, cool, man. No, uh, uh, just wanted to call in. First time ever calling in, but I want to say I love the content, man. It, it's much appreciated. Uh, gives us Chicanos who never been a part of that mainstream gang life, but not accepted by society according to our color of skin. You know, maybe uh, some financial tattoos, but no, it, it's real life. Hell yeah, bro. Thank you. All right, bro. Go fuck yourself now. All right, hey, dog? hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll just fuck with you, dog. Thank you for calling, Thank bro. You, Good bro. shit, Thank dog. You know you know what's up, bro. You know I talk shit, bro. I love you, baby. Thank you for, where are you calling from, dog? Uh, calling from California. That's right. But, uh, <laughs> I feel like you're fucking standing on a boogie board right now, dog. You're standing on a boogie board, and I'll be honest, bro. He's urban kayaking. He's in the hurricane in the, right yeah, now. he's <laughs> urban kayaking. <laughs> are you kayaking? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. I probably wouldn't be calling right now. Hey, 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 hey. Love you, dog. Thank you for calling, brother. Hey, no, we'll talk on, but you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Turn the turn, turn the volume down in the background. 
You got sticks right here, aka Isaac. <laughs> love your channel, Lucky. Yeah, baby, I love you too, dog. Talk to you. What do we got to say besides that? You know what I'm saying? Fucking, I respect sticks. And, you know what I'm saying? Everything he's saying, my boy. Just, Thank you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Keep your head up, dog. And love your channel, Kana. Appreciate you, my G. Thank you, brother. Hell yeah, dog. Hi, my boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> he got the volume in the background still. Um, so you got out. You you beat that case from that motion, and what do you do from there? So, unfortunately, I had nowhere else to go but back to uh, Rosemead. Right, my mom was at the at the hospital, bro. She had just had a what do they call that? Where they have the heart uh, open heart surgery? Yeah, right? bro. She was in Garfield Hospital. And uh, I, I, I just popped up on her, bro. She didn't, she didn't even know I was convicted of murder, bro. Cause it would have. My mom was elderly. She, she would, she didn't even know. But I popped up on her. I was already, you know, I was down for five years. She knew it was a serious thing, but she didn't. She never knew I got found guilty. And I remember just popping up on her, bro. And uh, man, she was so happy, bro. Like, you know, just it was a blessing, man, to just, just uh, be able to hold my mom, bro. But I went back to a trailer park. And um, it's crazy, bro. The, the environment, what we were talking about earlier, it actually does affect you because little by little, I started gravitating towards that lifestyle, like back, back into that, like started drinking here and there, started driving around strapped again, you know what I'm saying, uh, stuff like that. But at that point, bro, God was really tugging in my heart, and I knew I had to just surrender, bro, surrender to him and allow him to... Just give everything to him, bro, and allow him to work in my life. So my wife now, she was my girl then. I had I I told her, I said, you know what, I gotta I gotta leave, man. I gotta just I gotta go somewhere and I gotta just get away from everything. And so I went into a men's home, bro, out there in Brawley, California. A Christian men's home. And I just that's when I really like surrendered, bro. And I left everything, bro, and and uh and I was there for about a year, bro, a year, year and a half. I was only three months out. Uh, I started gaining more discipline as far as, like, spiritual discipline, praying, you know, fasting, um, reading God's word more, uh, being around other Christians, bro, uh, going to church, all that stuff. Um, and, uh, and my wife, she went into a women's Christian home here in Eagle Rock. Um, Eagle Rock. She graduated. She's never did drugs. She's never been gangbanged or nothing. But uh, she actually grew up right there, you know, kind of by you. Uh, the other side, though. And, uh, and, and, and I moved her out there, bro. And we eventually got married. Um, we had our first. We got married 2015. I got out 2013. Uh, we had our first kid 2017. Uh, I went back to driving buses. I'm a bus driver still, bro. Um, and... Uh, and life hasn't been easy, bro. You know, even as a believer, people think that it's, you know, uh, uh, all of a sudden everything's just, you know, uh, uh, colorful and beautiful. But nah, bro, we're still in this in this in this struggle called life. But there's a big difference that now the hope that I have, bro, like things could be as worse they can be, bro. But um there's a hope that that I'm gonna be with the Lord, bro. Like like whenever whenever it's time to go, I have that hope of eternal life, and uh, and I just want to pass that on, bro. That's why I come on platforms like this. I know it's controversial. I know 
you know, a lot of the listeners, they, like the guy that was calling, they just, I'm not even mad at them, bro. They're just at the point where, where, where they're at now. And maybe they've been influenced negatively by something that's not of God, bro. And so um, I, I come here to not only talk about it, but to show that there's evidence that God is real. That he, he has been active in my life. He has answered my prayers. He has done miracles in my life. He has blessed me with a beautiful wife, beautiful children, a good job, good friends. I've met a person like you, bro. I've been able to come on a place like this and, and where something exists now online, bro, where people can watch it later on. They might be cracked out in the, in the momo later, bro, but Lord willing, it's going to do something to them, bro. It's going to move them gonna move their hearts bro to draw closer to the lord you know so let's go amen everybody give it up for sticks aka isaac lomas in the casa baby appreciate you brother how pe- how can people uh follow you support you um, what do you got going on so first off i i, I want to thank you bro and the whole crew you guys have been awesome i love the conversation you know what i mean <laughs> i know it gets a little Staticky, but that's why we're here, bro. We've done it before, bro. And we've had, we, we you know, we, we've had our, our conversations, but it's awesome, bro. It's worth it, bro. It's definitely worth it. So, shout out to you, bro. I thank you for inviting me back. Yes, sir. Uh, it was long overdue. You know, I've been yeah. wanting to yeah. come on here, bro, and hang out with you. Uh, your whole crew's cool, bro. You know, uh, uh, blessed to have met all you guys. Um, my brother over here sitting right here, my security. You know, uh, uh, thank him, bro, for being here with me. Um, and, and, uh, I stopped doing it for, for a while, but I do have a, a YouTube channel, uh, called Righteous by Faith. You just type that in on, on YouTube. I'm a Lord willing, start doing more stuff. Uh, I've done, uh, music. I stopped doing the music too, but there's, there's a little bit on there, uh, some music, um, and, uh, on, uh, Instagram, it's Righteous by Faith underscore RIP. Uh, I've been also off social media for about a year. Um, but that's pretty much it, man. Anybody, you know, want to reach out any questions? I'm right there, man. I'm open to it. Just let me know that you, uh, you know, uh, you know, you found me on, on a uh, hoodstock so I can, I do have everything on private or just hit me up on YouTube. Um, and I think everybody that's, that's out there listening, man, uh, everybody that tapped in, uh, and, and, uh, once again, man, thank, thank Absolutely. you guys, bro. No, God thank bless you, you guys, brother. Man. That was dope, bro. That was dope. That was deep. I feel like we needed that. I needed that, and that I feel like that uh, fueled my soul right there. This conversation right here, brother, and I appreciate it so much, bro. I appreciate you, bro. you coming through, and uh, for a Sunday evening when there's hurricanes and earthquakes <laughs> popping up, <laughs> I mean, th- I feel like this is the cherry on top, baby. You Man. know what I mean? We got Faith. people through the storm. Absolutely. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, brother. Yes, everybody, get for sticks, Lomas.